Welcome to episode one of the Power Start Podcast. Episode one, kicking things off with a good friend of mine, Nick Denis. We chatted for about two hours, I think. Nick, for anybody who doesn't know him, is a former UFC fighter, former King of the Cage champion, former number one ranked bantamweight, number one ranked featherweight in Canada. Uh, he owns one of the most sickest knockouts of all time when he choke slammed, I think it was Nick Mamalis. Um, we talked about everything from COVID to technology, facial recognition, what he's working on now. If you're more interested in uh, our mixed martial arts related talk and his career, that was more closer to the last 25 minutes of the podcast, I'd say. But overall, I had a really great time. It was it was good talking to him. It's been a while since we've seen each other. But uh, yeah, without further ado, my good friend, the ninja of love himself, Mr. Nick Denny. Mr. Nick Denis. Straight up. So happy to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I miss you, man. I miss you too. I had to start a podcast just to get you to come over. That's what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> so how you been, man? How does it feel like to be a dad? Uh, life has been good. Feels great to be a dad. Yeah. Uh, Marcus is two years and some change. It's, it's awesome. It goes by fast. I, yeah. Have I seen you since you had your kid? Uh, I, to be quite honest, I can't remember the last time I saw you. Uh, so I don't know. Oh, it's been that long. I'm trying it's been to a think. Long time. Every I always think about like, uh, you know, contacting the old Ronin crew, mm-hmm. old, old guys, and like get together for for whatever reason. You know, I thought during the COVID times when I wanted to start working out, uh, to like do like a, a outdoor workout. Cause I still have pads and stuff like that. Just life is so busy. Tough man. Well, especially with like. COVID and shit, right? Like everything is, everything's crazy right now. Cause I haven't, I don't think I've seen any of the old Rodan guys since this whole shit went down. I see it's Moose every now and then cause yeah. there's, uh, we live very close to each other and, uh, <clears throat> and his son goes to daycare like 50 meters from like a park and we're, we go to that park all the time. So we'll, yeah. we'll stop by after the park or whatever. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, you guys live really close, right? We live close. Oh, but Daryl lives around there, too, you know? Daryl lives really close, but I I don't see him. Yeah. How dare he? Eh? How dare he? How dare he? Yeah, I think, actually, you know what? I think I think just before the whole COVID thing went down, and we went go-karting, and uh, Daryl and his, uh, okay. his wife came out. Cool. That was good. Yeah. So what else is new, man? Just working? Life living the is dream? family and work and stuff like that. Yeah. Are you yeah. still training at all? Uh, my brother comes over a few days a week, like weekdays in the morning, and we work out in my basement. I just throw on a YouTube workout, yeah, body weight stuff, interval training stuff. That's basic, basic like body break, body break. That's pretty much it, you know. That's pretty much <laughs> it. Those workouts are great. Nice. Well, yeah. you were doing the kickboxing thing for a while, right? Like you're running. That ended, uh, oh, at least a year ago. Yeah. But I wasn't training then. Like I was just running class. Just running the classes. So the classes you're running that was out of your brother's, brother's taekwondo yeah. school. Yeah. Okay. In the basement. So is that still running or? No, he had to close down. He had three locations. He had to close them down too. Mm. Yeah. So he had three locations. You said. Yeah, he had like three taekwondo schools. One in uh, Almont, mm. one in Orleans, 
and then one of his students opened up a school like with him in like northern Quebec or something. Okay, right on. Like way out north of Quebec? Yeah, like in the middle of yeah, buttfuck nowhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because a lot of the martial arts places have closed down, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Like I don't know what you see around you or how many local businesses are affected out here. But like when I'm driving in Orleans, like down like there's a main strip, St. Joseph, and you know, you see places for lease and, and, and closed up. It's it's really shitty to see. Yeah. I can't imagine for, for the martial arts schools. I know some of them do like Zoom classes. I see, yeah. It's like, yeah. you know. Like New, New Era is doing that for a bit. Was doing, yeah. Actually, I think they're still doing it. I think they're still doing the online classes. Yeah. But it's. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay money to do an online martial arts class. Yeah. It's tough, man. Like, I have, I have mixed feelings on it. Like, I think it's cool to do something's better than nothing, right? Yep. Especially if you're like not motivated to. To go do like other physical activities, but it's been it's been tough for me, man, because I'm pretty physically active for the most part, and I'm still doing jujitsu like every once in a while, like a couple times a week, and essentially I turn that to like zero. Like I don't think I I think maybe in like February I went to roll like once, and that's about it. Yep. But now I'm addicted to arm wrestling. Okay. Different. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Yeah. No, it's weird, man. It's uh. It's the way like I think it's like one of those things where, you know, you're, you don't have a girlfriend for a really long time, and then all of a sudden a girl is willing to put out and you fall in love with her. You know? <laughs> that's what arm wrestling is. <laughs> I feel like that's what it's like for me, right? Okay. But it's it's man, I'm like obsessed with it. It's crazy. I feel like it's a lot like a lot of similarities with jujitsu. I find. Yeah. 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 A lot of shrimping. A lot of shrimp. Yeah. Mm, shrimp Are there escapes? No, but it's just like the because it's not as simple as just bringing your arms sideways oh okay. there's a lot of like technique and like gripping and like back pressure side pressure and like different positions in your hand where you're rolling it's yeah sounds identical to jujitsu. it's it, you know what <laughs> it, 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 it sounds dumb what i'm saying it yeah. but if you're you know what i'll bring you out one of these days yeah. well like, probably not but yeah i'm glad I'm... you like it <laughs> <laughs> it's cool man no it's yeah. cool but the, do you have any plans on training again still really i'm doing what i'm doing and I have like a, a stationary bike. Like I have my, my, my outside bike that's set up as a stationary bike. And I bike and I like watch tutorials or whatever online while I'm doing that. Or I even do it at work. There's like a presentation. Mm-hmm. I basically spend the hour just biking while watching the presentation or whatever. And so you get pumped. That's what you're pumped. Instead of listening to like hard music, you're like, yeah, presentation. <laughs> no, I'm just watching the presentation. <laughs> There's no music. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, working from home, I think, has been pretty good for me. The, uh, essentially saves me two hours of driving a day. It's a lot of driving. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it wasn't driving. I was taking uh, LRT mm. from one end to the other. And it was more or less two hours a day. I used that time to read. So now I'd read a lot less. Uh, but yeah, being at home is way better. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what? I, I miss like interacting with people throughout the day. Yeah. But I get some of that because, you know, I got my family running around here like crazy. But it's not the same. Like, it's good to see other people. Like, it's nice to see you, man. Yep. It's nice to yeah. see you. Yep. Yeah. Tatiana at school or is she doing it from home? She's at school. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're out, out here. I think we're a bit isolated. So I think the, the likeliness of like a COVID breakout at our school happening, I think it's pretty low. But, uh, like we'll see what happens, I guess, right? But I think I don't think schools have been 
really affected that much, have they? Uh, I don't know. Um, depends, I guess, where. But I know it's like it's really inconvenient. So even if you just have some symptoms, like regular cold symptoms, right? Yeah. It's a whole big thing. We have to stay at home. You have to go get tested. Uh, like, and that's super annoying. You know, like my 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 son at daycare. It's the same thing, except it's not only like five kids. Yeah. But you know, uh, some kids were sick, so they all have to stay home and go get tested. Marcus hasn't had to get tested yet. The daycare provider was sick, so she had to get tested. So the daycare is closed until they get the test results back. So there's pros and cons to that too, because I get to spend more time with Marcus. Yeah. You know, but yeah, like if especially like we haven't even hit December yet, and like kids just like get colds. Well, um, yeah. So. Well, I think now every kid's going to have a runny nose, right? Yeah. So, like, what? And they, it sucks because they have to wear, I think it depends on the age, but they have to wear masks at school. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, if your nose is running and you're constantly in a mask, now you're spreading boogers, like, over oh, the inside <laughs> of your mask, right? And now it's like, I don't know, you, like, lick your lips, and now the inside of the mask has boogers, and now you got boogers in your lips, and it's like, what? Like, I don't know, man. I think it's bad. <laughs> I think it's going to be worse. Right, I think if you have symptoms, you're not supposed to go to school. I think that's what you're supposed. That's the deal. Yeah, but I'm saying if, if you're just out in the cold, yeah, right, like you're gonna get a runny nose. At least I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know you go inside, you still have a runny nose. Put the mask on, yeah. and then you have a booger mask now. <laughs> <laughs> that's life. That's that's life right now, I guess. Yeah, I can't wait for it to get back to normal. Oh man, can't wait. Yeah. You been watching any fighting at all? No, I don't watch. I can't remember the last time I watched like a UFC or something like that. You're watching the fights tonight? Who's fighting tonight? Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea that that, that was a thing. Dude. Yeah. Wow. It's, I won't uh... watch it. Maybe I'll watch. Uh, I'm sure there'll be something on YouTube tomorrow where they both gas in the first 20 seconds and then uh... they lean on each other and circle around the ring. Yeah. How old are they? They must be in their 50s. How old are they? They have to be in their 50s. Yeah, Mike Tyson was old when I was like twenty, and he did. That's when he, I think, that's when he bit uh, whoever he bit. Holyfield. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was. They were over, over, like they were past their prime then. That was fifteen years ago. Uh, no, I think he was still Tyson was still in his prime when he bit Holyfield. Fifteen years ago. Yeah, he's hungry. I don't think so. He's hungry then. He's hungry. Yeah. (laughs) And his prime was like uh, before me. Well, yeah, no, I think, I think Tyson is, well, I'm just looking it up right now. I'm looking up his wiki. So yeah, dude, Mike Tyson is is 54 years old. There you go. 54. So then Roy Jones is a bit younger though, I think, right? I have no idea. Let's see how old is Roy Jones. Roy Jones Jr. He is 51. So you've got a combined age of 105 years. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm still going to watch it, though. Okay. I'm going to watch pay it. Pay-per-view? Like, are you uh, going to pay to watch it? Uh, I have a buddy of mine. He's got it at his place. But yeah, yeah, I think it's like 50 bucks or something. Yeah. And I don't know if it, you know what? I haven't looked into the details. I don't know if it's just that fight or if they have like an undercard. But even if it's just that fight, whatever, I'll watch it. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't even know how many rounds they're doing. I think they're probably, I think they're doing two or three minute rounds. 
I think it might only like be eight minutes rest in between. <laughs> <laughs> Spread out over a few weeks. Yeah. No, actually, wouldn't that be awesome? It's like every day, one round. <laughs> but uh, no, I think I think it's five rounds. And I think they're like two or three minute rounds. Okay. I think. Or I mean, it might even be three rounds. You know what? Three rounds probably makes more sense. Three rounds. That's it. That's Wait, crazy. Fifty years old. Well, right? I mean, like even though it's Mike Tyson. I feel like, cause I've seen videos of him like hitting mitts and stuff, but they make sure that they cut the segments down to like five second clips, <laughs> right? So I, I'm excited to see what happens, but apparently they're saying, I read somewhere that they're not allowed to knock each other out. What does that even mean? Yeah, I don't know. Cause it's the Mike Tyson fight, right? Like, but like Roy Jones still looks like he's in decent shape too for like 51, mm -hmm. right? And I'm sure they're taking like vitamins and mm -hmm. All that fun stuff. Yeah. So, and uh, I think Tyson was saying that he wants because it's an exhibition fight. It's not right. going to be a full on one. Oh, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, I, I guess Tyson was saying that he wants to fight like a bunch of current like ranked fighters in these exhibition fights too. Yeah. So he's talking about having ones with like Tyson Fury or something like that too. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. I don't. Know. I'm yeah. excited to see what happens. I just want to sure. see Mike Tyson fight. Sure. Even if he's 100 years old, I'd still watch it. Yeah, why not? What about what about the uh, UFC? You been following any of the fights at all? No, you know I still go on like the underground, so I still check the results, but I don't recognize many of the names and almost probably almost all the, if not all the champions. I probably have never seen fight once. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I I couldn't tell you who the champion was. I think I know. Like I don't follow it as much either anymore, but I think like uh, Adesanya, he's the one eighty five champ. Um, 170 is uh, Usman, I think, right. right? 205 was John Jones. No, yeah, it was John Jones, but I think he is moving to heavyweight now, so I don't think they have a champ. And at heavyweight, it's Stipe uh, Miocic. So I think, yeah. And I think the, the girls, I think they just recently all flipped, so I don't know who the, who the champs are. I have no idea. No. That's too <clears> bad. <throat> yeah, I'll see a card, and I'm like, I don't... You know, I might know a couple names, but the names that I do know, you know, they're they're past their prime now, and they're gone. Yeah, well, McGregor's still fighting, right? He's got to fight. Is he? Up. Yeah. Well, I mean, he never had a prime recently. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he's he had his moments. I mean, he's entertaining to watch because he's he can sell a fight. Yeah, I could care less. He's gonna call you out now. He's be like, Nick, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> I'll fight him. Yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think he's fighting Poirier because I think they were going to have like a, a boxing fight or something. Okay. And then I guess something happened and now they're having an MMA fight. And it's probably going to be for the vacant 55 title because Khabib's not fighting anymore, right? Right, I, I read that. So, I don't know. Think you could be Khabib? No, I'm an old man. Out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't trained in, in like a decade so or has, something. Has it been 10 years? I don't know. I think I stopped fighting at 28, so nine years, yeah. <clears throat> a long time. Dude! I think I've done jujitsu a total of, I think I went and trained with the Ronin guys uh, maybe two times. And then I think I, I got a group of guys together for a couple morning sessions. Some buddies from, from school, Daryl and Moose, for two sessions. And I got injured each time, and then I stopped. So that's how I nice. trained. Well, we did, we did a little bit for Moose's uh, wedding there, right? 
That's right, but I don't know. Did I train? Maybe I, I thought I maybe you did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, that yeah. was but that was Muay Thai, wasn't it? Oh no! What do we what do we do? I think we played basketball. Yeah. And then I think we did Muay Thai, and then and then we did, then we did like a circuit. Okay. And stuff, right? Circuit. Okay. Yeah, what a great... And then we went to the Nordic Spa. That was fun. That, that was, was really fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we ran into one of my wife's friends. Okay. And uh, yeah, I, apparently she told Nicole, saying that we were just being crazy loud. and <laughs> <laughs> Nordic Spa? Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, because remember, because the guys kept... It was the, the guys walking around that kept coming to us and like shushing us when we were in like the cold pool. Eventually, you know what? I, I don't think I went to the Nordic Spa. I think I only was only able to do half the thing. Oh, I don't so think you... I was able to go to the Nordic Spa. Oh, okay. Because actually I have no memory of that. But I do remember the the working out and the, the basketball. And... Yeah, it was good. It was a good time. Yeah. I miss Moose. I haven't seen him in a while either. It's been a minute. You know what else we got to do? We got to get all those guys together. Right. And we'll just rage. That's right. Yeah. Do, do like Mike Tyson. Get the old crew back together at 50. <laughs> Dude, we should legit... We should all get together. Do one more block hail. Yeah. <laughs> Do one, one uh, more one more round of sparring. Dude, legit. We 30 do. second rounds. Yeah, right. 20 second rounds. 20 second rounds. Yeah. Dude, we legit, yeah. no, honestly, legit, we should get like all the old MMA guys together. And then we'll get like, uh, I don't know, we'll get some gym time somewhere. Yeah. And then we should legit just, just spar for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably not. <laughs> I, don't, I think it'd be fun or we could just fun. go to nordic spa that's yeah we could do that, that sounds pretty good to me. see i think it'd be fun now because i think none of us could probably hurt each other at this point <laughs> too tired, too tired. Yeah. i totally reminds me of um i think it was right when you know moose stopped training for a bit and okay. he put on some weight and i was not training because i had the ankle surgery okay. and then me and him came back and i think it was both of our first times like sparring in like probably like a year and we were so gassed. I remember he was like, we were both kind of like bent over, like kind of grabbing our knees. And Moose was looking at him like breathing. But we had the timer hadn't gone yet. So I was like, Dish. <laughs> <laughs> I watched him one time. As we're kind of like sitting over. And he's looking at me like, fuck you. <laughs> I like, guess like my favorite memory of like all time. Cool. Because you remember Moose was like a cardio machine, right? Cardio machine. Yeah. 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 So the fact that I had enough energy to get the last bunch. Yeah. He's so, like Nick Diaz. Just yeah. like nonstop, nonstop pressure, nonstop going, keeps going. Yeah. yeah. I miss, miss the old days. Do you miss it at all, ever? It was fun, man. Yeah. So was, I miss it in the sense that I have good memories of it, but I yeah. don't miss it in the sense that I want to go back to it. No? No? I'm not even <laughs> too little, old for that shit. Not even a little bit? I have no desire. You know, like you need to be hungry yeah. to put yourself through that kind of stuff. I'm not hungry. What, what if somebody was like, Nick, I'll give you $10,000. $10,000 to do what? $100,000. <laughs> to do what? To fight somebody. So how much money? I don't know. But if I were just to do that, I probably just wouldn't train and I would just I'd just tap out right away. Like, I don't care. Do shit. <laughs> like, let the internet, you know, throw names hmm. at me. Who cares? I just got $100 million or whatever. No, but if you had, but you had to actually fight. I so, had to actually fight. So what would be the number? Like half a million dollars. Somebody was like $500,000. You have to fight, I don't know. Top ten guy. I don't know, man. I'd have to think about it. It'd have to be like enough money to super retire, to like retire all my family. Because yeah. I would, I should assume the worst that I'd get like a really bad concussion. Yeah. Uh, oh, move the mic a little bit. 
or good yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but uh but realistically nah i'm not interested one million dollars no i don't know i don't know man <laughs> these are make-believe things yeah. you know i'll do it i'll do it for a hundred million dollars <laughs> i don't even i don't know if somebody's like here's two million dollars you'd do it you'd fucking do it i don't know i would do two it two million dollars i'm not desperate for money so i don't know yeah but you could buy 20 cyber trucks Cyber trucks? Yeah. What's a cyber truck? Dude, you haven't seen a cyber truck? I don't know. No. Okay, I'll put one up. I'll I'll try I'll have to edit the the video to pull one up. But it's okay. the um it's the self driving self driving truck? Oh, uh, I think it has self driving. It's a Tesla, right? Here, I'll pull it up right now. Uh it's like like a, a, a truck, like a pickup truck? Yeah. Yeah, it's a truck. But it's ele- it's it's electric powered. And it looks like an N64 car. Yeah. They call that a truck? Ooh, excuse me. Yeah, it's Cybertruck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Dude, I don't know. So it's, it's essentially, I don't think it's bulletproof, but it's uh, made out of like titanium or something crazy. But it, like there was videos of them hitting it with like a hammer and they couldn't dent it. But then they, I guess they were throwing like these giant metal ball bearings at the windows and the windows did smash. They weren't supposed to, I guess. I guess when I think of cars, I don't think of can I throw giant metal ball bearings at them, and it's not really a priority for me. You don't think it looks cool? Uh, it's unique. I'm sure the price tag <clears throat> immediately makes it unattractive, but yeah, I I think that there's like I think there's base models. I think you can get close to like sixty or eighty, but I think if you're gonna get the one that makes sense, it's like a hundred grand. And that makes sense. I, I don't know. I think it'd be cool <laughs> as hell. I don't yeah. know. I, I'm not a car person. I don't yeah. I don't get excited over cars. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, well, at some point I'm gonna get one. So cool. it might it might be eighty years from now when yeah. they're like like five bucks used yeah. in like a yeah. junkyard. Sure. But yeah, no, I think I think it's cool as hell. Cause it's like I'm trying to remember I don't remember all the stats now, but it's uh electric motor, right? So you have a crazy fast acceleration because you have like pretty much instant access to power because the drivetrains i guess work different um it's all-wheel drive and i think the upper models get like 600 kilometers to the charge or something like that 800 which is more than most electric vehicles now right because for me that's like i think having an electric vehicle be cool but the big stopping factor is like yeah you can't really go that far without charging it right because I know people that have driven them from like Toronto to here, and they have to stop twice and wait for. Yeah, like, where do they charge them? Do it is charging station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, depending on the car you have, I think it's like forty minutes to an hour. Yeah, that you got to wait. So Toronto to here is already like a gazillion hours. Yeah. Now you add two stops to that that you have to take. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, because yeah, because being on the highway and you run out of electricity, like how do you boost it, right? I wonder yeah. if like tow trucks will come by and like bring bring a, a generator yeah. and boost you on the side of the highway. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound fun. Especially like I, I looked into many moons ago, mm-hmm. like almost ten years ago, I looked into like you know what it would take to rig a house to be solar panel uh like uh, self sufficient, like mm-hmm. off the grid or whatever. And I remember doing the research at least then, like the battery banks or whatever you'd call them that store the electricity 
it's really shitty for Canada because of our our temperature. Mm-hmm. Like the cold really drains electricity. So I imagine it must be the same for cars. So I imagine it like it must be worse off and and less makes less sense in Canada. Like imagine a cold winter and all of a sudden your batteries just drain to whatever, just because it's cold. <clears throat> yeah, it's tough. And I, I think in Canada in winter we still have a reliance on like natural gas and stuff like that for heating because it just makes more sense, right? Because of stuff like that. The, uh, but I, th- I think batteries are getting better now, right? They, might, I'm sure they are. Yeah, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they get better like every year, every couple of years. Yeah, because it would it would be cool to have like yeah you know, like a, a house that's all solar panels that has like two or three batteries, and then you're able to be like 99 percent off the grid, right? Yeah, as long as it makes for me like economical sense, like yeah, to pay through my ass for that, I'm not interested. Take take that one two million dollar fight, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> then I can get solar panels on my house. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and a cyber truck. <laughs> you could get ten cyber trucks. Yeah. And then still have a million dollars to spend on a solar panel house. Cool. Yeah. I'm in. There you go, man. Get the contract. All I'm right. in. Okay, UFC. Call <laughs> call Nick right now. Two million dollars. That's it. Who who could you fight? Fight well, McGregor, it man. Doesn't matter. Yeah, there you go. Sure McGregor. You can't just top out though. That's right. You can't tap out. I think you have to put some weight on that. What do you weigh now? How can I tap out the McGregor? <laughs> what do you What do you weigh now? Uh, I weigh like one seventy five. Okay. Yeah, I'm no longer a bantam weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The yeah, uh, I have to cut to get to welterweight. <laughs> he could do it. He cut five pounds. I oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I wake up at probably like one seventy three or something. Okay. Yeah, you, you put on a little bit less weight than me. <laughs> I went up to 185 or 180 something, and I was like, oh, I, I need a change. <laughs> I need a change. So I've kind of went up and down like 10, 15, 20 pounds almost. Hmm. That's still not too bad, though. No, it's not that bad. Yeah, because you're not that short, right? You're like short. Five, six, five, seven. Sometimes, yeah. Six, five. Six, six, six? Six, six. I don't know. It depends. That's on the stat, the yeah. wiki stat. Six, Depends how much six. yoga I do, because it's like elongates my spine. So somewhere between six five six. That's the secret. So yeah. if I want to be six six, I gotta do yoga. Right, <laughs> right. You know, when I did a hardcore yoga for like a good, I don't know, year or whatever, and I did a physical, I went up to five eight, and I was like, "What? I've always been like five seven, five eight. Okay, sure. Sure, it wasn't a broken ruler. <laughs> it wasn't me taking it. Yeah. Uh, anyway." Yeah, that's okay. So that's that's the secret then. I need to do more yoga, less deadlifts, more yoga. That's right. Yeah, because I'm short. Yeah, I find as I get older, I need to do more stretching, but I don't have time for stretching, and it's also kind of boring. Like I'm not. Yeah, and I I realized the same thing, and I I even bought. I don't know if you saw it. It's in the the uh, construction zone in there. I have like a karate stretching machine. Oh man, that's great! I used yeah. to have one. Uh, yeah. Where I where I was teaching my classes. Crank it up, crank, 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 and I just sit there. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I uh, so I was using it for a while, but then one day, um, I did it first thing in the morning, and I think I cranked it a little too hard, and I was walking around through it the day, and I was like, oh, something feels wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the next day when I woke up, I had a really hard time like opening my legs. Oh. I kind of really, <laughs> yeah, I really freaked something up, and uh, I haven't really used it as much since because now I'm scared. But yeah, I'm not flexible. I feel like the last two years, because I was never really that flexible, but I feel like the last two years, 
I've like really stiffened up. Doesn't sound right the way I said that, but yeah, I've really like lost a lot yeah, of yeah. flexibility. I feel like uh, mostly my legs, like my arms, not so much, but like my my neck and my legs for sure. But the I actually started seeing a chiropractor for my neck, okay, because I pinched something, and I never used to believe in chiropractors. But before it used to be like when I turn my head like this far, mm-hmm. it would really like be tight. Like I could maybe get it to here normally, but now I feel like I can move my neck like an extra like inch or two. I don't really know other than backing up my car. I don't know when that comes in useful. But... Whatever works, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I know for me, like, uh, I don't care so much now about strength or things like that, getting super strong. But for me, it's like, um. Like if I go play on the ground or like I'm crawling under the table or whatever Normal with my son up. or whatever. We're, we're yeah. playing with my son, you know. If I don't feel like limber, I'm, like I'm always moaning. I got to pick up something off the ground. Ugh. That's when I feel. Nice. So I'm totally going to edit one of the questions that I'm going to ask you. And then just have that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, or that'll be like the screen cap of the, <laughs> of the podcast. Sounds good. Good. yeah no i think that's i don't know i think it's good to be able to be more flexible and keep up the activity well especially because you have kids right like right now well i guess your your son's two now once he gets to probably about like six to eight he's gonna start wanting to be more active and like going around playing soccer and stuff so i don't know i feel like if i wasn't able to do that stuff with, with my daughter i'd feel kind of bad right? yeah you, yeah you don't have... yeah you don't you don't, don't want to be that dad that's like sitting on the soccer field like all right, kick again, kid. Yeah, kick it towards me. Oh, it's already like that. Marcus loves it when I throw him up in the air. So I'm basically doing like uh, like dumbbell swings or kettlebell swings. You know, I squat down and then I throw him up. Then I squat down. And I'm like exploding up. And I'm doing that over and over again. Okay, I have to put. Daddy has to breathe now. <laughs> Daddy has to breathe. Do you do you ever take videos of of you throwing him up? Uh, no, because yeah, I've seen there was uh, somebody who's in a park. Okay. And they like edited the video, like when they're throwing their kid up and up in there, and they edited to make it look like he was throwing the kid like thirty feet. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess they they showed it to like the the guy's wife afterwards. Right. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Tatiana is like, oh, she's at the point now. I could probably still throw her up in the air. Yeah, but uh, how old is she? She's ten now. Oh man, that's yeah. like grade six, five. Five. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the other, literally the other day, well, it was just her birthday just passed, and I I, for, I almost forgot what grade she was in. I was like, she had like grade like two. I'm like, wait, no, she's grade <laughs> five. Like I feel like the last like three years, whatever, of like her like growing and stuff, it just passed like like that. It's crazy. I don't know. I feel like life is passing me by. Yeah, it gets faster and faster. Yeah, faster and faster. So I feel like I just want to have more kids, right? You want to have another kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. You? Oh yeah, we're trying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'd like to have a million kids. Dude, yeah, having kids is the best. Dude, it's, it's nothing better. So much fun. Yeah, I get Wade now. I get why he's got so many kids. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, wait, Wade's got what? Three, four? Three, three, three daughters. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to have. I think at least one more at a minimum. But like life goals would be like a soccer team. Like that'd be <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I remember when I was in high school, I had like <clears throat> you know we made those like stupid like life goal, like bucket list thing sure why not for whatever reason I, remember, I found it like not too long ago i had this bucket list thing from like might have been grade school i've been like grade eight but it was uh have one kid from every ethnic background that was 
the kid or have sex with? I, I, I just read the list. I don't remember writing it. <laughs> and I was like, I was like one kid from every ethnic background. I was like, all right, that'd be cool. Better get started. Yeah. A little Samoan Matias. Yeah. A little, little Chinese Matias. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Do it. Yeah. So I don't think Nicole's down with it, but so I would have been in grade eight. What's what holding grade eight? Like 13? Like that. Yeah, it's like 13, 14 year old Matias. That was that was his life Good goal. Good life goal. Good life goal. <laughs> can... You let down previous Matias. I still got time. I still got you time. Still have time. Still have time. Yeah. But what's next for you, man? More of this. More of this? Of it. Family, working, side projects, trying to stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. So how's work? Work is good, man. I like work. That's that, Ken. Yeah? Yeah. A little different from fighting, but uh, no, it's all good. Uh, working from home is, like we already said, it's got its pros and its cons. You know, I also like to interact with people and random things like chatting, you know, overhearing conversation, walking over and talking. Yeah. Can't do that. But working at home is good. Yeah, no, it's nice. <clears throat> good. Yeah. So what, uh, what are you doing at StatScan? Like, what's your, like, job description? We are at, uh, I'm in the data science division, senior data scientist. Basically, I'm like a machine learning ninja. Machine learning ninja. Uh, so I work on all sorts of cool things. I worked on two projects. Still working on one for COVID. So it's your fault. Pretty much. Uh, the one I'm working on now is um, modeling, uh, like reopening office, mm. re- specific for office buildings. Okay. Different sized office buildings, modeling reopenings like that. Then I did um, like learning optimal mitigation strategies, like uh, social distancing kind of strategies to to minimize the impact of spread of COVID. Okay. And uh, other stuff. Feel like it keeps dropping down. Or is it just? Uh, I don't know. I feel like it keeps going higher. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is me. I'm reaching. <laughs> yeah. Keep moving it up. Yeah. yeah. No, the uh, that's cool, man. Yeah, so it's pretty yeah. fun. It's nice because it's like uh, do a lot of projects that last for a bit amount of time, mm-hmm. and so it's like a cool new thing, a new challenge. You exercise your brain. You do something, and then you move on to the next one. It's pretty fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, because well, you were working on maybe this is before this job. Who is uh, what was it? You were looking at like X-rays or something, or like uh, surgery results or something. That was yeah. That was a contract I had with. Uh, the head of thoracic surgery at Ottawa Hospital. They're, yeah, post clinic, post uh, surgery, clinical decision making. Yeah. Okay. And then, so you were t- saying it was like a big data project, right? Where you're taking like all these different samples or whatever, and you're trying a lot to... of data. I mean, I wouldn't call it big data. Certainly, I, w- I definitely wouldn't call it big data. But mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it was data for uh, patients like before, during the surgery, after the surgery, mm-hmm. and like. Basically, the surgeons, basically, they'll do, like, a lung surgery. <clears throat> and then there will be tubes in the people's lungs that, like, drains fluids because, I guess, fluids build up after a, a lung surgery. And they want to figure out what's a great time to take the the, the dr- drainage tube out. Mm-hmm. Just keep them in just for fun. Just keep them in. That's what we end up coming to the conclusion on. Just keep them yeah. in forever. Or just turn yeah. into Bane, right? Just start pumping, like, steroids That's That's it. phase two. Yeah. 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 Sign me up, man. Like, I'm in. <laughs> Need some testers. <laughs> okay, I'll let them know. Yeah, yeah no, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So, as far as, like, Stats Canada goes, is that, like, 
your kind of dream job or is that it's a pretty good job yeah it's a pretty good job like i love doing i love like i said like the, the programming and like having a new the idea that i keep getting a new like i wouldn't do want to do the same thing yeah. forever it's, it's very boring you know i'd get very bored so it's definitely a dream job like that um and it's getting better you know when i first started there's a lot of so as you might imagine the government of canada is very slow to change with like no tech you know no. it was it's it's and it's still very slow but yeah. progress is being made it's pretty cool because like now you know i can you know we've got uh this thing called das data as a data science as a service and uh <clears throat> data analytics as a service and like i can just spin up whenever i want pretty much like a cloud vm a virtual machine and just do experiments and things like that and then shut it down uh whereas before it's like you know you're working on this four gig ram piece of crap windows machine and anyways yeah no then <clears throat> cloud computing has come a long way right especially now you can even get like um yeah, like these crazy specific cloud computers that have like crazy gpus and all kinds of data crunching stuff in them, mm -hmm. right so yeah so what, what do you know what company you guys use for that we use Azure, Microsoft Azure. Oh, Azure. Yeah, Azure's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I use Azure for all my work stuff. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You don't like it? Um, I probably can't say anything. But okay. It's it's, okay. it's 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 doing great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the only issue that we have, I think, is like um, they're a company, but they want to sell you products. Yeah. And you don't need the products. And so there's just a bit of that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's always going to be the way. Yeah. But the, the one thing I found with Azure... Um, at least in my experience with different companies that I've used or that I've worked with that have used them. Um, if you're at the point where you're spending a decent amount of money, they will help you with whatever. Like you get really, really good support people. Sure. Yeah. Well, especially like, you know, the government of Canada, like yeah. having contracts and things like that's huge for them. Yeah. They're like 10 bucks a month, right? <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, it's really one thing that I found really interesting since, you know, being a grown up, like this is like my first real job. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't have a job until back then. Uh, it's like this intersection of you got the tech people and like in management who don't know tech, you mm -hmm. know, they just hear big words, AI, big, big, yeah. uh, big data yeah. and Bitcoin. Like yeah. Bitcoin. Exactly. Cryptocurrency. Yeah. Um, and then of course the vendors, whether it's, you know, Microsoft or it doesn't matter. IBM, it's uh SAS. Um, and yeah, it's a really interesting intersection because you know, the, the vendors they want to like sell because they're huge contracts. Like you, you convince one high level person in the government, yeah, sign a contract, and you, you just made you know so much. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really interesting, pretty fun to watch. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. So do you do you see yourself being at StatsCam like for the long run, or do you see yourself doing something else eventually? Well, I see myself uh, working at StatsCam. It would it would have to take something very special to to pull me out. Yeah, I'd say. Um, but like, I for sure see myself like also doing my own thing and mm -hmm. hopefully making money from my own thing because yeah, we well, were, that'd be nice. We well, were talking about starting a podcast a long time ago. Mm, yeah. Like a good 10 years ago yeah. after I stopped fighting, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was like, yeah, I should do a podcast. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not interested in doing it. No. You do it. I don't want to compete with you. Yeah. <laughs> But no, the because yeah, I remember it was yeah, it was right after I think you retired. You were talking yeah, about was, like getting microphones and stuff, and I remember yeah. giving you a bunch of. Yeah, I think I bought a microphone and then I just didn't use it, and I was like, I better return it before I can't before return you... it anymore. 
<laughs> well, if you want a microphone, I have a ton. Just I'm good, thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So what? What made you not want to do it then? I think I just changed. I just lost interest. I guess yeah. didn't know what I would talk about or yeah. This ninja stuff. I think it was mostly. The, the real question is like, why did I want to do it? I think it was just because I was listening to podcasts. Like podcasts are cool, and podcasts were new, mm-hmm. at least new to me. So it just seemed, uh, I guess, alluring or yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's interesting, right? Because I feel I feel like everybody now has a podcast. Okay. Like even dummies like me trying to start <laughs> even Matthias. Yeah, I, I'm doing it for very selfish reasons though. Like I sent you, I have a lot of friends that have like really unique stories and like unique backgrounds. And I feel like it would just be really cool to get like recordings of some of the conversation. Well, I mean, even me and you, right? Like back in the day, we talk about everything from flat earth to Bigfoot and aliens. And I don't know. I think some of those conversations are cool. The well, uh, when I guess Joe Rogan, that's kind of how he got his whole start too. But his is more like talking to his comedian friends. Yeah. And then obviously he like blew up to be, well, I don't think his podcast is bigger than his. No, he's that. I've never heard of a podcast bigger than his. Yeah, no, his, his I, I think, is the biggest. But I feel like ever since COVID, I feel like every celebrity... Everyone's doing a podcast. As a podcast yeah. now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think some... I've kind of gone through it, and, and some of them are pretty good, but some of them are just, like, bad. I feel like... I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be trashing anybody, but I feel like some people think that what they're saying is really interesting, but it's really not. Yeah. So... And I, I feel like I'm probably in the opposite, where I think... I don't have much interesting to say, but I think I know a lot of people that I think have some interesting things to say. So I think, uh, yeah, I have a list of about 40 people I think that I want to get. And I think, I keep saying I think now, but I, I know that I can get probably about 20, 25 of them that'll for sure do it. Um, but I think the rest, I think I'll have to probably pull some strings, try to get some people on. But I'll, I'll show you the list after when we're done. Let me know what you think. Cool. Yeah. Cool. But uh, when, I, when I wanted to do it, I originally was kind of debating whether I should just do an audio one and just get some cheap mics. And I just started looking at all the other podcasts that are coming out right now. And I just kind of wanted to do it a very certain way. And that's why I have like all the the stuff set up here. So I don't think the production quality is like crazy high, but I think it's like, you know, somewhere in there. Well, it's certainly a a big step up from just using your laptop and some shitty mic. Yeah, yeah. But I think the, the the first thing to replace will probably be the mic because yeah. these aren't the greatest. Well, they they look pretty pretty yeah. real. They they look okay. The, the quality's good. Like I mean, you you uh, you stained the wood wall, nice color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. You're giving away my my hacks here. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, no, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. No, the uh, I think I think everything in here kind of mm. looks good, and then that's why I got the you've got two just, not yeah. just one but two Mace CDs. Harlem World. Harlem World. <laughs> All right, can you see that? Is that on mine? Oh yeah, I can think I can you can kind of see it on my camera view. Two, not just one, but two. The, you need everybody needs two May CDs. I wish I had two May it's CDs. True, it's true. Do you want a little story behind that? Let's hear it. So I really like Mace growing yeah. up. I, I don't know why. I still think Mace is awesome. He is awesome. Um, but I had a Mace CD in my car and because I was always again, dubbing doing dumb kid stuff, listening to the same CDs over and over again, I was like, you know what? It's a lot of work take my CD out of my car and bring it in my, in the house yes, and I might scratch too. it. Me I might too. drop it and break it. Yeah. So then I bought another one just for my room. Good idea. Yeah. 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 For every CD player. <laughs> for every CD. <laughs> I actually have like nine May CDs. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this was, um, a Columbia house. 
Oh yeah, of you course. Remember, remember oh yeah, man. Get ten CDs for a penny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The... And then you forget, and then they just mail you shitty CDs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's essentially why I got it. So it was half what I was saying, but the other half is my mom was like, "I need ten more CDs. We have to fill up our penny CDs." And I'm like, "Needs another Mace CD." No, make nine of the Mace, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, actually, funny Columbia House story. So I was a lot into rap when I was younger. And when the Wu-Tang Forever CD first came out, um, it was like the coolest thing, right? You're a little eight-year-old. I don't know how old it would have been. It would have been like 13 or something. Wu-Tang's coming out. Wu-Tang Forever, right? Awesome title. And I ordered it from Columbia House. And I got the censored version of Wu-Tang Forever. I'm sorry. <laughs> so if you can imagine what the censored version sounds like there's a song on there called dog shit okay and every time it swore it's like a girl moaning instead of it censoring well is, is that really any better you know what it's interesting <laughs> <laughs> but dog mm, dog uh. pretty, yeah pretty much pretty much but so what happened was, is I was the first one out of my friends to get it, right? Because we had the Columbia House membership, you yeah. know, like the VIPs that, That's I, right. that I am. And um, yeah, we all huddled around my CD player. And there's like, <laughs> like eight of my little friends. And we're all just pumped, you know, with our baggy jeans and our FUBU shirts. And then we put on that song. And then I remember my buddy Ian like looked at me and he's like, what the fuck is this <laughs> and it, at the time right it sounded like he's being real tough right but you gotta remember we're 13 years old <laughs> little 13 year old kids listening to the censored version of wu-tang so it's uh yeah so they kind of rode me hard for a little bit <laughs> making fun of me that i had that yeah, that's but, great but yeah but yeah columbia house man i guess all that stuff i wish that still existed i would totally sign up really oh yeah all the internet all the music's on the internet now i don't do that I have records, tapes, and CDs. We listen to all three. Yeah? Yeah. What are you listening to? Other than well, Garth Brooks. These, these, days, these days, we've got a heavy rotation of Christmas albums. Yeah? Yeah. I just got uh, two new ones this year. One is Matt Dusk, like a crooner. I think he might even be from Ottawa. He's definitely Canadian. Matt, Matt Dusk? Matt Dusk, I think. Dusk or Death? Dusk. Dusk? I think so. Yeah. yeah of a sexy name <clears throat> i guess so and then i got uh, one for my woman it's uh it's uh dolly parton and kenny rogers christmas album that's sweet yeah it's pretty, yeah it's good too did you guys sing the songs together when they come i don't out? know the song those songs yet but uh you gotta sing christmas songs yeah Mar marcus loves it oh yeah? yeah he loves it yeah is, is he is he saying words and stuff yet and singing he's too He's two in like four months. Yeah, for sure. He's he's definitely talking. He's t he's talking it for sure. Like full. He on sings, it? but by singing, he just says the words. Yeah, he just says it. So how I totally forget how my daughter was when she was two. So can you have like? Yeah, you forget it. Eh? Yeah, like, I I look back at pictures, like fuck, I can't, I can't remember that. Yeah. So is he like talking like full sentences too? Like can you have a conversation with him? Yeah, more or less. I mean, like he's not gonna talk like the way we're talking right now. And he always talks to, refers to himself as Marcus. Marcus is hungry. Marcus wants to this, you know? Aggressive. Yeah, Marcus, yeah. Um, Does he say stuff like, feed Marcus? No. 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 <laughs> Marcus doesn't want that. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make make sure that doesn't go away. <laughs> That's like yeah. a you know like a football player type thing, right? It's like there's an episode of uh, Seinfeld. It's like Jimmy. Jimmy refers to himself as Jimmy. Who's Jimmy? Jimmy likes Elaine. Jimmy thinks Elaine is is pretty. Watch Seinfeld. Ah, uh, you you lose. I know you I'm lose. the worst. I know yeah. I I keep it keep it keeps coming up. People keep making like Seinfeld references, and I'm sitting there like ha 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 ha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, but there was a um, was it, I think it was was it Bo Jackson he used to talk about? Well, he had commercials, I guess. Right? Bo knows. Yeah. yeah Bo yeah. knows. Yeah. Bo knows football. Yeah. Bo, Bo knows cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the commercial was. There was something about that where he's like, Bo knows this. Yeah. What was he selling? I don't know. You remember? No. If you ever done this, I'll have to look that up. <laughs> Good old Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, yeah. So as far as like him talking and stuff, like, is he, are you able, like, if you wanted him to do something right now, like if you wanted to go like clean his plate or something, is he able to go do it? Uh, well, not clean plate, but yeah, if I go tell him to do something, like, yeah. he, he understands. He's really, really smart. Yeah. So smart. if you're like, Marcus. Go get your shit together. Yeah. yeah. He likes to exercise. So oh, Mar- yeah? Marcus, do some push-ups. Marcus, do some jumping jacks. Marcus, yeah, he, he goes and does it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kids are so cute, man. Yeah, it's awesome. I want to see your kid now. I'll have to swing by soon. Do it. Yeah, after this, we'll have to yeah. arrange it at Playdate. Yeah. We'll get Tatiana over there. There you go. The uh, Yeah, no, I, I, I miss when she's that small. Because when they're that small, they're almost like, they're not quite action figures anymore, you know, because when they're like one years old, they're pretty much like little action figures. You can kind of dance them around and stuff. And then once they start to like develop their own personality and characteristics and stuff, ah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. It's like real life Pokemon. I don't know what Pokemon is. I mean, I know it exists, but I don't, I don't know what it involves. I know you have to collect them. Yeah. Yeah. I know it was really cool to do the okay, it's virtual not like, augmented reality. Yeah, collection. it's not like Pokemon because you don't want to go around collecting kids. That doesn't sound like <laughs> Having kids is like, <laughs> yeah, no, let's, let's take that back. Let's take that, let's take that back completely. No, but you know what I mean? Like you get to like, or I guess like, it's like a Tamagotchi. Oh, what was that? Something Did you run out of uh, disk space or something? No, I don't know. All right. No, still recording. All right. Hopefully nothing blew up. That's good. What is it? Uh, like if you record like an hour of this, what's the, how much is that? What's the disk space? Um, I don't know. Because if I record like a two-minute video with yeah. my uh, camera, mm-hmm. and it's like a thousand-dollar camera, mm-hmm. it's that's like it's like a gig. Yeah, no, for like, it, for like a minute or two. Th- this, I think, it'll all compress it. Um, okay. I'll get back to you on that, but I think an hour will probably be about like two, three gigs. I think. Pretty good. Yeah, but it might be a bit more. So I changed it all recently. So now it's um, when it's recording, it's got all the audio track. Of everything is actually separate so we had an issue we've done like three or four test runs now to try to get like everything like good good and we had some like echoing issues and all kinds of stuff so now all the audio tracks are recorded separately so then in post if like if you're too quiet right if you have a, like a really quiet voice then i can amp you up and then because i'm like screaming in the mic pretty much i can amp myself down a little bit are you running this on your laptop or are you running it uh on one of your machines your desktop no, machines. It's yeah, because there, there looks like there's a VDI. Yeah, yeah, no, this is just remoting oh. into that computer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, my laptop wouldn't be able to handle that. Okay. Because yeah, if, if the whole setup, it's um, so I don't have everything plugged in right now, but there's one camera there, right? So usually my my buddy Gab would be here to produce it and manage all the audio and the video and stuff. Usually, but this is the first podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, 
you will be here. Usually, yeah. all yeah. the other times. Yeah. Every single time before this one, he's always been there. Yeah, he's always been there for me, but uh, yeah, no, he's got an appointment or something, so he wasn't able to make it. Right. But I, I rigged this together so I can manage it. It's fine. Cool. But yeah, so normally he'd be there. Um, so there's a camera on him, too. Uh, we had a different mic for him, but I have another one of these. Okay, so you've tested with him, is, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, we, we've run it like four or five test runs. But. Um, oh, man. Hmm? You have weights. Oh, yeah. And they're just sitting there. Yeah. That's like gold. Yeah. That's that's bigger than cryptocurrency. Have you not seen? Oh, I didn't show you my garage gym. You have got weights. Yeah, yeah. You know, Casper uh, reached out to me this week, sent me a text saying, uh, "Do you know? Do you know what do you know about like web scraping? Because he wants to web scrape to like websites, retailers that sell weights. Because he wants to know when the weights become available in the inventory to ping him and let him know." Guy's been trying to make like a, a home gym for months. It seems like he can't get weights. <clears throat> yeah, I, I lucked out. I lucked out. So I before COVID or, or, or during. Oh yeah, way before yeah, COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like my setup that I have in the like I'll show you all my stuff after. Like it's it's decent. Um I think my whole setup to all to get like everything combined was probably like thirteen, fourteen hundred bucks. Um and I got like over five hundred pounds worth of weights. Like that now I literally looked a little while ago. What is that beeping? Oh, it's this thing. It's running out of batteries. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Sorry, what was I saying? Um yeah, so I spent about, I think it was like 1300 bucks 1400 ish Maybe a little bit more than that because I have like a um, deadlift platform and all that stuff too. Um, but yeah, I looked it up recently. It's insane. Like, it would literally be like three times as much. Yeah, now. it's crazy. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, so COVID, uh, the inflation on weights and stuff. It's crazy. It's huge. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Like, I looked up, I was like, I, I want some weights. I have just i think the, the highest i have is like 20 pounds i have 20 pounds 10 pounds yeah like five pounds or whatever like i need something more and i looked up and a single like a single like 40 pound dumbbell is 130 bucks it's more than three times it's like i'm not gonna spend like 260 <clears throat> bucks for two fucking dumbbells you know and it's 40 pounds like and then it made me think you know what's come back is when you get the the weights you have a single bar mm -hmm. and you add on five 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 or ten what you know what i mean mm -hmm. like <clears throat> Like that's now makes more sense because then you only have to buy, you don't have to buy as much weights. So do you, do you have um, any like bars or anything like that at home right now? No, I have nothing. Okay. And I don't have really space for it. Okay. Because I was going to say, if you, if you did have some bars that are not the Olympic size ones, I have like a bunch of plates I can just give you. That'd be, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I'll take them and I'll just sell them. No. I'll, I'll sell them. <laughs> I'll give it, I'll give the, the plates back to you after COVID's done. And I'll, I'll pocket the, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I, I have all, like, Olympic stuff now, but I do have some of the smaller ones that they're just saying that what I usually use them for is I'm doing, like, deadlifts or squats. I want to get my heel up. I kind of put those yeah, underneath. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's crazy because I was looking at getting, uh, what was I looking at? It was dumbbells recently, but I wanted some, like, 100-pound ones. And there was some lady on Kijiji who's selling, like, 100-pound dumbbells for, like, 250 bucks. If you, no, it was 300. 300, 300 or 350 bucks per 100-pound dumbbell. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the price is like it's over three dollars per per pound now. It was insane, and I and I messaged her. I was like, I was like, all right, like, is this for both? Like, even then, it, it's high. And she's like, she's like, no, that's for each. And I was like, okay, well, I'll give you one hundred and fifty dollars. And she's like, no, I already had people that have offered me two fifty, and I've turned them down. And I'm like, yeah, she'll get it. I was like, lady, come on. Because the thing Why is, you also a hundred pounds. If you want to buy two one hundred pound dumbbells, that means you're pretty serious. Like, you you're missing the gym. Yeah. And you're going to be willing to pay. I wasn't. I wasn't going to pay. I mean, when I reached out to this lady to buy a thousand pound dumbbells, because that's what I use. It's like, 
<laughs> I didn't end up getting them, but like I just said, forty pounds earlier for no reason. But yeah, yeah, no, for sure, I get you. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Anyway, so she she apparently had people offering her three hundred dollars for a hundred pound dumbbell, and she wanted three fifty. So. I don't know. I feel like there's a place in hell for people like that. I'm just okay. <laughs> well, yeah. At the end of the day, it's you know whatever. It's it's an open market. You can yeah, sell it for 100%. whatever. But I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like not weights. Obviously, is not as important as food. But I feel like if shit really was to go <laughs> down, you know, the people that are selling like, yeah, I got one cob, I got one corn of cob or a cob of corn here, one hundred dollars, and it's like, all right, somebody shoot this guy. <laughs> That escalated quickly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you see those like uh, uh what do you call it? like uh, apocalypse movies, right? People like hoarding food and then like selling off like individual Rice Krispies for like a buck or something. You know Is that what happens? I don't know. I'm sure. It's, <laughs> I mean, Which I'm, movie is that? I'm sure, I'm sure there's, there's been a movie. Is that one that you and your buddy watch all the time? No, no. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you've definitely seen movies where they're like. You know, apocalypse movies where they're selling cans of beans for like a hundred dollars or something, right? Like I've never seen any apocalypse movie where someone's selling. Usually, it's like they're just killing to get things. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I've seen some where like currency is now like bullets and stuff, right? Wasn't it like a zombie one recently or a TV show where like the currency was now bullets, it was ammo and stuff. Makes sense. Yeah. Or bottle cap. Bottle caps. Yeah. Isn't that uh? It's Fallout. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of a weird thing. Why would you go from money to bottle caps? I forget the background story to this. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I feel like there's something important, though, that happened there. Yeah. But yeah, anyways. I don't know. So I have mixed feelings. Well, so something I've been trying to get a hold of right now is new graphics cards come out. I don't know if you follow like, computer hardware. Which one? The um, GTX 1080, or 3080s okay. and the 3090s that just came out. So I've been trying to get a 3080, and I see them post. What are they going for? Uh, well, they're, I think, just shy of a thousand bucks, like Pretty MSRP. Good. That's amazing. But people are selling them, like scalping them yeah. for like 1500 to like 2500 bucks. Yeah. I feel like that's rude. I remember when the, uh, what is it, like the 2080 RTX? It's whatever that came out after 1080 Ti. Okay, yeah, so it would have been, uh, yeah, the a couple of years ago. Something. Yeah. Yeah. When they came out, I was at a, like a big machine learning conference. And it's like the biggest machine learning conference in the world. It mm -hmm. sells out. It's literally sells out within 15 minutes, the tickets to, to get to do this thing. Um, and all the big companies are there and they throw after parties like every night, each night of the conference. And one night NVIDIA was sponsoring an after party. Um, and they had, um, I forget his name. Who's the guy that sings, welcome to my house. I don't know. Anyway. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look sure. it up so I have some <laughs> reference point. Yeah. Anyways, what's the that song? Guy. That's the name of the song. Yeah. Welcome to my house. Welcome uh, to my house. That's it. Flowrider. Flowrider. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, and they gave away. They threw like into the crowd. They gave away these. Uh. You know, R RTX. 2080s or whatever they were. And they're throwing them into the crowd? I wasn't there, but, you, like, getting but hit that's, by them? Like, that's what I heard. Yeah, heavy, they gave man. them away. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not for Flow Ride. Well, Flow Ride would have been cool too. But, yeah. But to get some... But these, this is, this, these are the after parties for like machine learning geeks. Yeah. Give me the GPUs. <laughs> well, when, when I was in game development, <clears throat> I went to some like game dev conference after parties and it's uh same thing. Yeah. <laughs> The, again, not to hate on anybody, not to make fun of anybody, but I, I do remember 
some of these like conferences in Montreal that I went to and there'd be like a room full of like 200 guys and there'd be like two girls and then each one of the girls is swarmed by like 50 dudes. <laughs> so you knew where the girls were or like the, I guess like key developers were there because it'd be like, they'd be in the middle and then just like a mob of like dudes around them. So yeah, I'm sure. Fanboys. Yeah, yeah. Fanboys. Sure, those would be the same. Yep. But uh, yeah, that's pretty cool throwing graphics cards out. Straight up. I would have caught one. I would have loved to have caught yeah. one. Would you been like one of those, you know the, um, uh, like baseball games when like the little kid catches the ball and then there's like the the it's soccer mom behind like they ah! <laughs> <laughs> like grab the little kid by the head pull him back That's right yank the ball out of his hand <laughs> mine and then hold it up like a trophy pretty much yeah yeah but yes yeah, so I've, I've been trying to get a 3080 can't do it can't find You'll it. Get it eventually but what do you yeah. use it for just for gaming uh no there's some other stuff i want to do with it too um like I was, i've been doing some streaming for a little bit but not nothing crazy just like with a bunch of friends and the setup that i have i have right now it's two computers but i kind of want to not i want to use one computer right so if i had that that would maybe make it one computer but i have a 4k monitor so playing games on 4k more power more better right yeah. I use it for machine learning, and so like if I'm running like machine learning models like twenty four seven, my room like that GPU gets hot. Yeah, it's at, it's at like ninety something degrees. You know, I go in that room, it's hot. But what GPU you have for that? Just a ten eighty Ti. Okay. Yeah. You one up me then. I only have a ten eighty. There you go. You always gotta one up me. Nick. Damn. Yeah. It's, like, it's like oh I I uh, I can bench press a hundred pound dumbbells. <laughs> I can bench press a thousand pound dumbbells. <laughs> I wasn't bench press. I, I curl those. Oh curl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I have a 1080 Ti. I have two of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. and I remember when I, I got it, it was like 1200 bucks. Yeah. And you see the price of these these new ones. Ridiculous. Yeah, well, I, I lucked out when I got mine. So I got mine on, I think it was Boxing Day, like two years ago, and I got it for like 500 bucks. Yeah, that's good. And Because uh, I remember around that time, I think they were, the 1080s were selling for, I think like 800 maybe. And so I picked mine up for 500 bucks. I had a friend of mine who wanted one too. And I, so I bought it. I was like, I was like, Hey, Colin, like, here's a link. Like they're on sale right now. He went to it. He's like, it all sold out. I'm like, wah, wah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So shortly after that, it was like a shortage of them. And then they were, the 1080s were selling for like 1200 bucks. And then my buddy was saying, he's like, he's like, Oh, you should sell it. I'm like, but then I have to buy another one. <laughs> so I would, and he's like, he's like, Oh, well, you could sell it and buy a lesser one. And then buy a better one when the newer ones come yeah, out. Yeah. I'm like, that's a lot of work no. for 600 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I don't know. Hopefully, I can get a, a 3080. But there's still a thousand, like a thousand bucks is a lot of money for a video card. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you already have one. Yeah. You already have a, you know, you already have a, a decent one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if I was to get that, I'd probably try to sell the one that I have. Yeah, I don't know how much you'd get for that nowadays. I see a lot of people are still selling them for like anywhere between three to six hundred bucks, but right That's now crazy. is very special, right? Because everybody's buying everything up. People yeah. are being crazy, but uh, yeah, I don't know. And again, I I would like to do some game streaming and stuff again because it's been a while since I've done it. But do so you stream yourself playing games? Is that what you're you're saying? Yeah, yeah, okay. but not a lot. Like, I think the last time I did was probably wow, probably before COVID. Actually, I don't think I have in like the last year because like well, the, the whole podcast. This, I started planning this about a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago, I was supposed to do it with another buddy of mine. And then 
you know, I was kind of really interested in doing it and I slowly started buying like equipment and stuff. And then he decided he didn't want to do it anymore. And so it kind of fizzled out. And then about six months ago, I was like, you know what? I wanted to start a podcast. I'm just going to do it. So then I started buying all the equipment and, uh, yeah. And I guess a month ago or so is when I finally like had everything. And then over the last couple of weeks, just kind of slowly. And that's when you finished staining the wood. That's when I, yeah, that's when I finished. Cool. Staining the, yeah. Good. Staining the wood. That's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny because like, it still looks like crap, like above that. Right. So it's like everything. They don't see it. No, it looks great. <clears throat> you stained, it. you stained to the right level. Yeah. We're, we're in my log cabin right now. Yeah. Right? In my, uh, was it, was it Ty Lopez here in my garage? My Ferraris. That's what we have. We should get a green screen. And put a background. I, I do have a green screen, actually. Yeah. Put a green screen behind the guest and make it look like you're like sitting in front of like Ferraris and stuff. That's it. Like We use Microsoft Teams for our online, uh, like our virtual meetings or whatever. And my background, because I'm in the basement at home, in my background is like a robot room. Like a robot room with robots behind me. Nice. Yeah. Big robots <laughs> or small robots? Humanoid sized robots. Yep. Mm. No big enough. No Transformers. No Transformers. So do you, do you have like a green screen setup or is it one of the things? It's just, one of the things that they yeah, yeah, just, you can just props it out. Yeah. And you can such like use your own images. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Cause yeah, some of the, some of the tech that was able to like do face rec- facial recognition and like body recognition, it's come a long ways in like the last, like I say even two, three years. Cause I know software like that existed for a long time, but it was like always crap before where it would like cut out your ears or it's like one eye was like missing and stuff. Yeah, sometimes around the edges of your of your face are yeah. still a bit iffy, but it's it's perfectly f- like it, it passes the test. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. yeah. I th- I think the only thing is around like hair and stuff, right? If you have hair or very fine things like sticking off your your uh, your clothing, or whatever, I feel like it'll still crop it because it adds like um, uh, what do you call it? Not not a glow, but it kind of feathers the edges a little bit. I find yeah. right. So if the image is small, it looks great. But as soon as you blow it up, then yeah, it's it's noticeable. Excuse me. But yeah, no, I think a lot of that stuff, it's scary, man. Like all the facial recognition stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, cause, uh, yeah. So I have a buddy of mine who was at the airport recently and he was saying that they're forcing people to take, uh, take pictures of people with their masks on now for certain things. So I think they're trying to figure out how to recognize people, even though part of their, parts of their face are missing. Yeah. I mean, there's like, studies like papers research papers surrounding that that come out like every day i see i see them every morning i check the new like uh, machine learning papers that come out yeah and uh yeah but what does it matter what does it matter like why is that why does that cause alarm when they already do facial recognition without masks like what (laughs) what i don't know i don't know i'm just paranoid i don't know i don't know it's uh there there's i mean just like any piece of technology like just you own a camera is a camera yeah. bad well it depends how people use cameras yeah i know for you sure know? yeah yeah and and at first i was really i guess against some of the like things like i have an alexa upstairs right like my privacy is gone now right so, yeah i would never own alexa i think that's retarded yeah yeah <laughs> I, and i, I kind of and the reason i got it um was i was working for a company that was doing a lot of like smart home integration type stuff so i was like you know what if i'm gonna work there like I at the time I had nothing. I had no smart nothing, anything. Everything was dumb except for my phone, right? And um yeah, so I was like, you know what, if I'm gonna work here and this is kind of what they're doing, I'm just gonna start buying some of the stuff so I can actually be more familiar with like the ecosystem, right? 
So I bought the Alexa. I bought a robot. Do you, do you use it? Yeah, yeah. We like it's a glorified music player. Like we'd say, like you know, play some Tupac or whatever, right? And it'll just start playing it. So it's cool for that kind of stuff. Um, but I don't use it for any of the others, like because I know you can use it to kind of. Well, I, I use it to control some of the lights. So some of the things that I bought was some smart lights, uh, robot vacuum. You could um, do that stuff on, on, by yourself, though, like with a Raspberry Pi. What do you mean? Like music player. Yeah, but I... I you, could, you could ping an API that that turns your, your audio to text, mm-hmm. and then you could just play your, your, your music. Like you, you do yeah. require you to do some work yourself. For sure, you don't need you don't need Alexa for that stuff. No, but the the reason I bought this stuff was because that's the stuff the customers and stuff were using to integrate to the stuff they were building, right? So I I just needed to get more familiar with the things that the customers were actually using, right? So that's why I ended up buying some of the stuff, and uh, yeah, and maybe I'm letting my guard down a little too much because it is in like my kitchen, but part of me is still a little paranoid that they're like recording all of these conversations and. Uh, I don't know if they're recording or, or like storing because that's a lot of data. Yeah, like they, they couldn't. You can't. How much money that would cost to store everyone who has an Alexa's What's... data? Uh, and then the idea, like, is the return on investment for that? But for sure, but it's Amazon though. They have like unlimited money, right? I don't know. That's a lot of data, man. Dude, a lot of data. Jeff Bezos. I know Jeff Bezos. He's got a haircut like me. Yeah. Except he has. Unlimited money. That's true. He does have unlimited money. Because <laughs> <clears throat> even even Facebook, right? They they're at the point where they're getting truckloads. I would never have an Alexa. Yeah, I would never do. I would never. No way. All right. I'm gonna. I, I, I don't I'm exa- surprised you, Mister Paranoid, thinking about all these different things has an Alexa. What I know. the fuck, man? Now I should uninstall it. Yeah. Now I should get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I'm gonna buy you an Alexa for Christmas. You buy me one. <laughs> Yeah, I coming in the house. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll rename it to like Bob Alexa. No, I I'll eventually mm. build the smart home, but I'll do it myself. Yeah, I'll do my do my own thing. Yeah, there's no ad. It's Alexa, Google, same thing. The fact that we no s- we're saying it, it's probably like like boop, like turning on right now because they can hear. Quite it. possible. Yeah, yeah. But um, it, it's cool. So I think the scary things that I turned them off was the fact you can order stuff through it, right? You could say its name and then say stuff you wanted to order from Amazon, and you can do it all through voice. And initially, I think it was it's on by default or whatever. But I remember looking at my um, my Amazon cart one day, and there's like stuffed animals, like stuffed shark animals in there. Um, there was a bunch of like lawn tools and a bunch of like toys, like just tons and tons of toys on there. I'm like, what happened here? Like, where did this come from? And uh, yeah, I remember. Tatiana was a lot younger then, and she said something, and all of a sudden, the Alexa's like, adding to your cart. And I'm like, that's what happened. You got to turn that off right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, because, like, legit, I looked at the cart, and it was, like, 180 bucks or whatever, right? So I was like, yeah, imagine if just all of a sudden just stuffed animals started being yeah. delivered to the house. I'd be like, what is going on here? So, yeah, that's one of the things. So, yeah, I think I think I turned that off so it doesn't do that anymore. But, um, I don't know, there's a lot of cool stuff. like. If I want to turn the lights off again, it sounds so stupid. How hard is it to turn off the lights? I know that's what I'm saying. It's it does sound stupid, <laughs> yeah. it, especially now that I'm saying it. But like, if I'm upstairs and somebody left the kitchen light on, I can just tell it to fucking turn it off. Lazy man, dude. You know you don't you need know, a hundred pound weights. You need to go up and down the stairs to turn off your fucking lights. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I put on a little bit of weight, Nick. 
There's a reason. I don't walk anymore. Yeah, I was at the store the other day and I saw smart smart uh, like outlets and yeah. I was like I was like thinking what what could I do? And you know when you have to stop and think really hard like what would be cool? Like you don't obviously need it. You know what I mean? I was like I don't need this. Like I'm trying really hard to think what would be cool. The only thing I could think of and you don't need a smart application mm-hmm. for it is I the time between when I wake up and having a coffee. Yeah. Like I hate that time. I have a little routine, but I would love to just go downstairs and there's a coffee waiting for me. Mm-hmm. So that would be nice to be able to like have it. You know, I could I could upstairs say make the coffee or whatever. So, but uh, funny you say that. So again, I'm not, I'm not gonna name the company, but the company I was working with with all the smart home stuff. One of the things uh, they 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 joined an incubator, and I was kind of helping them um, prepare the presentation for this incubator, and they're gonna do like a whole video. Um, showing this crazy presentation. And one of the things was, is the guy was coming home in a Tesla. And, you know, as he was entering a certain distance from his home, at home, the coffee maker would start. And otherwise he would pull into the driveway, the garage door would open by itself. And then all the house doors would like unlock. And then as he was a certain distance, the temperature in the home would like change automatically and stuff, right? So it's all prepared when the guy gets into the house. And yeah, one of the things was integrating coffee maker to kind of make the presentation work. So, did it work? Did they do all these things? Um, I left before that happened. I'll tell you the details off air what happened, but yeah, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so, I know. I think it's cool. I think automation to the point where, again, one of the things that that company was working on, um, was looking at the distance and the direction you're traveling in your car, in your vehicle, like when you're going from and to work. And you could essentially geo map things, right? So you could have events on the map. So when you were at a certain area, you could do things, right? You can automate a bunch of stuff. And I, th- I think it's cool. But yeah, like you're saying, is like there's definitely like some gluttonous laziness. Yeah, for <laughs> I sure. I guess going on, right? Yep. Yeah, but they get back to like the mask thing and like the facial recognition. The things that I have concerns about, I have certain concerns and like, they're guaranteed going to happen, I'm sure, at some point. Things I'm concerned about is like is just like universal tracking. It's really interesting. I I I watched a talk yesterday at work. Um, we had a guest person come in and give a talk. I guess they didn't come in. It's all on Teams, but <clears throat> we'll pretend and, they did. Yeah, and it's on like mm-hmm. uh, privacy and and using privacy attacks on machine learning. So it's mm-hmm. like you can have a model, and just by like basically pinging the model or querying it or certain things that you can do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can like infer, you know, if your data it was, is a part of the model and things mm-hmm. like that. So things that you can tease out from just yeah. a model. And um, the one really cool thing that he mentioned was that now, I guess, I forget which, co- which country, but there are countries now that in their like rights, like their bills of rights or whatever, mm-hmm. like into law, um, they're putting it in so that, if there's like an automated system, like an AI, whatever, yeah. something that does classification says like you are likely to be whatever, police pull you over, whatever, you have a right. You're talking about like minority report shit. Well, yeah, not so much that, but something yeah. like this. You have the right to like the model has to explain itself. Mm-hmm. Like the model just says like Matthias is, you know, going to do something. It has yeah. to be able to like justify that. And like, I don't know, maybe for someone who's maybe not in the field. Uh, that might seem like obvious or whatever, but like it's a it's a pretty interesting thing, and 
the stuff there's things that you can do to get around it but yeah there's definitely without something like that like oh there's a, a model that says whatever like okay but humans they blindly like you should see man you should see the presentations i go to at StatCam where it's like i, I use this analogy because it's, it's literally what happens someone is pointing at like a graph and the person goes, ooh, 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 number, number good. And everyone goes, ooh, 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 number good, number good, number good. It's like they have no idea what the fuck they're looking at, right? Or like how those numbers are generated and the models yeah. and things like that, like that it's trustworthy and things like that. But that's what people do. And especially the higher level up you go, people like, oh, spare me the details. Like, is that, is the number, is that number good? Yeah, high number means good. Okay, whatever. That's it. But that's what happens, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so my concern is like, you know, like these models get built or whatever, and they get mm. put into systems in real life. They interact mm. with people, and then like they'll they'll affect your life. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I think I think yeah, and I think it gets to the point where it's like you know, if you were to get pulled over, and the cop gets up and it's like it's like male, 35, 36 years old, wearing plaid shirt, likely to be a suspect in crime, you know, or something like that. And I think put people on edge, right? Like, yes, it's, it's it becomes a, a big problem. Yeah, yeah. You think racial profiling is bad? Wait till like AI profiling is a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think there's some countries. I think in Great Britain it might be something they're doing where they have like a camera on. I think it's like every single intersection, and they're doing like facial recognition in like every direction. Yeah. And so again, I don't know. If this they're is... they're crazy. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, uh, but I'm pretty sure I read like years ago that you have to have like a license to buy a TV or something like that. Like no crazy things like that. Yeah. A license to buy a TV. Look it up, man. Look it up. Let's look it up just right. to see. I'm I, I want to know. I, I have that in my brain and that sounds wild. Yeah. Like put what in, up? put in UK or uh, I'll just put license, license to buy a TV. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. So we have, um, nickdenny.com these <laughs> countries need license to buy a tv <laughs> do you need an application okay in the uk there literally is there you go a thing here says do you need an application form to buy a new tv license what the f you don't need an application form if you buy a tv license online what do you need a tv license yeah no. they, they track who has tvs and things like that yeah no. so having a this camera on every real. corner is is like this is like Pay for your TV license. Yeah. Renew car. No. There you go. Right. I told you, man. This is for like a hotel or something. Like this can't be for No, people. I remember I remember reading that years ago. Uh that like if you want to go to like, you know, the UK's version of Best Buy or whatever they have, yeah, you <clears> have to have like a license or whatever. Like it's documented so that they know that you have a TV. Are people going around like killing people with TVs? Is that like <laughs> <laughs> like is that a thing? I have, I have no idea what the like, rationale is. Is there guys just walking around with giant, like, 70-inch mm. TVs and just smashing <laughs> on stuff? Like, I don't know, man. What? Yeah. I've never actually looked it up myself. I just remember reading it somewhere. Yeah. And that, now, yeah so everybody who's listening to this or watching this right now, look up and put comments. And I'll put the, you know, the comments in the YouTube video on why this would be a thing. Like, that seems insane to me. License for a TV. Because, like, I, I understand, like, obviously, like, cars, right? Cars make sense. Because even now, I think we're too easy on licensing, like, letting people drive. I feel like, you know. Well, <laughs> since I've had a kid, now it's like everything is dangerous, right? Yeah. And so I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? Like, why is that person allowed to drive? Like, fuck you, man. You know, like, I got a fucking kid here. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel the same way. It's a bit, 
it's a bit, uh, especially in all old people, you know, it's, uh, I mean, we all get old, but that's there's a certain, age, a certain that's age. age. That's ageism. No, Nick man, that's, that's reality. Ageism. And there's a certain age where they should bring back testing. You know, it's like. Well, I think you have to get an eye test, I think, right? At a certain I think, age. You think you need to do more than see. Like you need to have reaction time and things like that and judgment. Yeah. And... yeah. See, I, I have mixed feelings on this, right? Because like. I have a pretty libertarian like mindset. Like I feel like you should be, you know, as long as you're not hurting anybody, you should be able to do like whatever, right? Yeah, but a, a one year old can't drive. <clears throat> says you. <laughs> no, but you know, like with, with some things, it doesn't make sense, right? Like with vehicles, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. That you have to have some sort of like course or something, so you at least know how to drive. But I think a lot of that's gonna change when self driving cars are more common, right? Because then maybe a one year old can drive. Right, a one-year-old can get in your self-driving car. You think a one-year-old is gonna be able to to, to drive a car? I don't know. Self-driving car was AI inside, you know, saying like, "Get in, Marcus. I'm driving you to daycare." Yeah. You know, goes to daycare. Is like, "See you in eight hours, Marcus, or we'll six see, hours." We'll see or... about that. And maybe there's like a little hand in the car that just kind of scoops in, grabs him by his pants, like, "Droop, droop, droop. See you later, Marcus." Boop. <laughs> That's like the Jetsons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little arm, little arm that goes, but then a foot that goes, and like kicks him out. He's got his little lunchbox and walks into daycare. Yeah, yeah. Probably not. I, I, I not think, anytime soon. Certainly. Why don't self-driving cars are getting there? I think they're still a long ways away because, like, I think there's some there's some things that worry me about self-driving cars, right? Like, one of the things that I've read is there's a situation where um, a self-driving car is about to get an accident. The car recognizes it's getting into an accident. Um, but it has two choices, right? It could do something. It could maneuver off the bridge and kill the driver, or it could smash into this other car and kill a whole family, right? So the person driving the car is like, well, fuck it. I want myself to be safe. So do whatever it takes to have me be safe. But then as a whole, right, it makes more sense, you know, to essentially one casualty instead of like six or whatever, right? So it's kind of like this weird predicament that kind of makes people really uncomfortable when they talk about it um yeah so like i don't think uh i don't think like those things happen <laughs> like it's not that's not like that that that, that, that happens yeah right? like it's not like a, and i don't think humans also think it's more like shit fuck well, that's yeah. what happens. But it's it not like, oh, geez, uh, what happened in my ethics 101 course? <laughs> oh, I, I do want to live, but I sh should I value? Is my life more valued? Like, the, that thing doesn't happen there, and it doesn't happen in the machine as well. Well, I think, well, the machine has a lot more time, though. It has a lot more, um, I guess, the potential of the reaction time of a computer, right, should be better than the average person driving a car, right? The decision Probably not, actually. Probably definitely not. I don't think so. No. I mean, like... I've seen some people drive that have really bad reaction time, though. Like, I've seen some people, like, steer the wrong way, you know? And, like... Sure. I'm sure there exist people on the planet that shouldn't be driving and have slower reaction time than yeah. a machine that <clears throat> has to... Like, I don't even know. Do they... Are they pinging AP APIs? Or is that an onboard machine? Like, on-edge device that's doing the inference? I think um, it'd be... I think it's... What's the frame rate at which they're collecting data? Uh, yeah, and so like, there's a lot of factors. So from from my understanding, I think it's a bit of both, right? So I think some stuff gets handled on board, and then I think there's always like a live stream connection. I think most of them work this way, where it's like, I guess a portion of it's being done on board in the vehicle, um, and then the big data crunching parts are being done 
off-site, right? Like they're being, it's, you know, wireless or whatever, like through, I think it's like cell signals. So I think, and the reason I think that works is because I don't think you're always going to have a connection. So there's going to be some roads that go on. You're not going to have connection all the time. No. Yeah, exactly. So I think in those particular instances, some vehicles are able to still drive and some aren't. Like some will shut off. This is my, again, this is my understanding, very limited understanding of how self-driving cars work. But there's a bunch of sensors on the vehicle. The computer in the vehicle is always processing stuff and it's constantly sending data out and receiving feedback from it, right? So it's, um, it's going to be a mix of both. But as far as like the reaction time goes, I don't think it's there right now. So I think, well, because there have been accidents in self-driving cars, right? Like there was that one guy, I think he was watching porn or something, and he's in a Tesla and he essentially hit a, a transport trailer and it cut the top of it off. I mean, there's lots of, there's lots of uh, accidents that happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a couple instances. It's lots. Yeah. But, but I think like eventually it'll get better and better, right? And I think it'll be safer, but I think there's still going to be these instances where, you know maybe you would rather make the decision instead of somebody else. But now if you're at the point where all cars are self-driving, they don't have steering wheels anymore, I personally would feel uncomfortable. I don't think that would happen. Not for a long, long time. Minority Report, right? They didn't have no, steering I don't wheels. think that'll happen. No? There's going to be very real. Um, the biggest thing that's limiting self-driving cars, I think, and that kind of stuff, I don't think is technology. I think it's like, in like the relationship to the real world yeah you know, like legal things so like if an accident happens where does the responsibility lie is yeah. it is it the company is it the, the driver there's all sorts of different things that, yep. that come into play and and ironing out all these different uh ironing out all these different like interacting parts mm. like real world yeah yeah it's interesting that, that'll be the slow part See, I, I just hope that it always remains as like an option, right? To do what? To, to either drive your own car or self-drive. Like, I, I feel like as long as there's always an option, like I'm cool with it, but I don't want, and I've seen like, you know. Like, I'm not using a self-driving car. No? No fucking way. No? I think no it'd be cool, way. man. Like you're, I don't want any car, and it's going to be harder and harder. I don't want any car that has like um, remote a remote access computer. On board. Well, that's that's yeah. really hard. That's really going to be really hard soon. Well, that's scary, right? Because people hack cars all the time, man. Turn off your brakes and shit like that. Yeah. So that's what I was about to say. I watched a video. And uh, and there's like bugs in everything you like. How many updates does an Apple uh, machine d- device have? Like there's apps like they don't care. They rush to production. Yep. And they, yes. they, they'll do, do patches later. That's okay. You take that with your fucking car. Like you're driving a fucking <laughs> car. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, what I, was, what I was saying was, is there was a video I watched of a guy. It was a live demonstration. So this guy was part of some ethical hacking team. Um, and he had a laptop and some sort of receiver device or something. And uh, I don't know, maybe it was just like a network, external network card or something. But uh, he was going through a parking lot. And he's like, he's like, all right, we're going to f- go through this parking lot. There's X number of cars in here. He's like, there's a chance that I can hack into like 20% of the cars or whatever. Like he was just spitting out these numbers that were like, not crazy high, but it's like 20%, like, okay. And then he's like, okay, so he's walking by. He's like, okay, this car here. I was like, I can unlock it. He's like unlocking cars and like opening the doors and turning the lights on. And he's like, he's like, oh, this car here, I can, and again, maybe this was staged. I don't know. But he's like, this car here, which I think it was a BMW. He's like, he's like, oh, we can, um, we can give throttle. We can access the gas and the brake. And he starts pulling the car out of the parking lot. And I'm like, 
Like, no doubt, man. I mean, it's like uh, your average person, not your average person, like almost everyone, yeah. unless you're like a paranoid person or something like that. And so you have like set up, set things up for yourself. Mm-hmm. People can access like your webcam and turn it on and watch you, you know? Uh, I went and watched, I was at a, a conference and I went to this, this like series on uh, security and privacy talks. Mm-hmm. And this guy... He's part of uh in Canada. He's part of this like security think tank group or whatever. Yeah, he's saying it's a fucking joke, man. Uh, You're so allowed he, to talk about this, right? Like, yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so he was given this example of um baby monitors, two way mm-hmm. baby monitors that have you know you can watch them. So we 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 have uh, we were having a one where we could watch Marcus, but we uh. I didn't see this talk first, but I already knew ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I used radio because radio, you, you, you can't really hack it. Mm-hmm. Um, but most, it's really hard to find radio uh, BB monitors. Well, you, you, can still ha- you can kind of hack it if you're close, right? Uh, you have to be very close. Yeah. Like, like if we go into our backyard, mm-hmm. we lose reception. Yeah. So you have to be like basically in the house. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then the Wi-Fi ones, it's, it's just a joke. So he gave this example of... Um, Basically, this guy that hacked this kid's Wi-Fi baby monitor, Seen and he talked into the, and he g- gave this little girl like orders at night and told her what to do, and uh, like to self-harm herself and things like that. That's really fucked up. Yeah. And so what this guy was talking about was that, like on the 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 dark web or whatever it's called there, um, <clears throat> these are just like businesses that people have. So like you will go on there, you can say like I want to target this person and. Um, like hack their computer and like get all their data or whatever or like target this person for whatever and it's 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 ridiculously simple and they offer like customer service and like customer support and like it's like legit companies and it, it costs like nothing it's like 20 bucks so you can like target anyone and do whatever you want uh. for like 20 bucks and he's saying like you have no idea how actually common this is uh and how easy it is all right so yeah. i was paranoid at probably like 70 <laughs> percent i think i'm at like 95 yeah now. it's like it's no yeah. joke it's so like the idea of like hacking a, a a car like that you're in and driving mm-hmm. you, like i would never have alexa i wouldn't have a wi-fi baby monitor mm-hmm. i certainly wouldn't ha- i don't want i will never have a, a self-driving car there's no way yeah i still want a cyber truck though we'll get your cyber truck man I still want a cyber truck. Mm-hmm. it's like elon the- make a version of cyber truck for me and nick that we can just disable all incoming and outcoming messages. There you go. We can lock it down. You need to have like yeah. the the hood, like the the exterior of the car being like um what's that called? Is it called like a a something cage? A Faraday cage? Faraday, yeah. yeah. So it blocks everything yeah. out. Nothing can go out and nothing can come in. Yeah. A Faraday cage. Yeah, and like just get rid of the windows too. So like Faraday cage windows. Get... Yeah. Everything is Faraday cage. <laughs> You just drive around in a Faraday cage. Yeah. yeah. And you, you know what, though? I think you might see car companies doing that in the future, whereas, like, they'll have something disable phones inside the cars. Because, like, you look at Canada, right? It's pretty much illegal to use a phone now while you're driving, right, for the most part. Yes. So I'm sure there's going to be some cars in the future that come out that will just, like, ban or, I guess, block phone signals. Yeah, they could easily do that in a number of ways, yeah. but they're, they need to figure it out. In terms of like, I think I think it's scary because I think uh, there's a lot of reasons you would maybe need to be on the phone while driving, right? Yeah, there's a lot of different things like yeah. this. Yeah. So like you know, if you're driving and 
but also like you know you have to differentiate between the person that's driving on the phone and the mm-hmm. person in the passenger seat things like like there's there's real problems it's yeah that's true yeah so just blast the person driving they're always being hit by microwave right slowly like great. frying them that's great but it's also frying it's, st- it's stopping their phone from working yes and then you can like direct who in the car like you know if you have that annoying passenger yeah. that's always on the phone it's like no this just, yeah. just yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no the uh it's it's interesting because I, I think w- with the whole like driving while talking on the phone i definitely understand it to some extent understand but, what uh, like distracted driving, right? Like you want people to be 100% focused on driving. Oh, yeah. But I, I feel like, you know, if you're on the phone and you're hands-free with somebody, how I is think, that? I think that's allowed. It, it is allowed, is. Yeah. but there's been talks. Um, I've been part of some meetings that were discussing potential rules on this, and there's definitely been talks of making it completely illegal, right? That's definitely been under the discussions. Yeah, I mean, but... I guess it's like, you know, if someone has to flip through their contact list to like call someone, mm-hmm. you're still using your thing. But your it's changing changing your radio, right? Yeah, with changing yeah, changing your radio. So there there's arguments um but uh, if it's like easy, like if it has to be like a voice activated thing, mm-hmm. like you have to say like call whatever. Yeah. There's no problem with that. Like what's yeah. wrong with having a conversation? You talk with people yeah. in the car, you listen to the radio, you sing songs, whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and, and again, me I hate driving for the most part. Like, I, I shouldn't say hate driving. It depends on the car I'm driving, honestly. But 99% of the time, I'm not a fan of driving. Like, if I have to drive to the grocery store and back, I don't care. Like, I'm not a fan. Or if I have to drive to work and back and do the same trip every day. Or if I have to drive to, like, Toronto. Like, I, if somebody else was like, hey, I'll drive. Like, okay, I'm down with that. And I'll sit in the back seat and sleep. You know, I'm down with that. But, like, I feel like if I'm able to talk to somebody, right, and have a conversation with somebody, I feel like that helps me stay awake and stay kind of in the moment right Does that makes sense so it's like i'm still focused on the road but i'm having a conversation with somebody which is like helping me like be stimulated enough that i'm able to still not fall asleep <laughs> you know and I, I i listen to a lot of podcasts now like a lot like a lot of um a lot of boring ones like a lot of economic ones and a lot of uh like tech and startup related ones and i that's well i guess i haven't been listening to them on the on the way to work now but um, when I was driving back and forth to work, that's what I would do. I would just do like one or two podcasts each way. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. But again, I think there is going to be some changes to those rules when it comes to self-driving cars, right? Cause now if you're in self-driving mode, like, are you allowed to put on makeup while driving? Yeah, we'll see. You know, I'm not saying you put on makeup while driving, but well, what's wrong with that? It's like, <laughs> but I've seen. I've seen some people do weird stuff, man. Um, when I used to work at the college, there's a government building like close to there, and I used to see the same guy every morning. Like we pretty much stopped at the same light. Not every like always, but every time I look over, he's got a newspaper folded out. Oh, <laughs> I'm not even making this up. He'd have a newspaper folded out, oh, like over top of the steering wheel. And he'd have one hand like underneath the newspaper and kind of like supporting it and kind of holding the steering wheel up. And then the other hand was like holding the newspaper open. That's great. And he'd be at the light. He's reading his newspaper. Dude, he's reading the newspaper. The light would change and he'd hit the gas. And like, maybe I'm I'm bad now too because I'm looking over. I'm like, what? 
But yeah, he's driving and he's right. looking up and down at the newspaper and he's going I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> and here I'm getting stressed out. I'm either trying to get ahead of him or like behind yeah, yeah. him. Get the fuck away from this guy. Dude. Yeah. But it was like consistently. Yeah. And he always, and again, I, I knew the building that he worked in because I'd seen him pull in there. And uh, that made me really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, it should be. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously the guy's an older guy. Like I'm assuming the guy was probably in his like early 60s. That's kind of what he looked like. So he's probably been doing this for a long time. Yeah. I think uh, like stuff like that or whatever, but like I think like texting while driving or whatever, if you're on your phone, I think that should be like, I th- I th- feel very harshly. I think that should be like attempted murder. Like you're driving, I don't care if you're driving in the middle of buttfuck nowhere or whatever. Like you're basically saying I don't care. Like you're not paying attention. You you aren't. Uh, I feel very strongly about that. Yeah, I think it should be very very like, and it doesn't make sense to have fines because fines, the way fines are structured. Like only rich like, people can do it. Exactly. Yeah. Like you know, it should be like actually a percentage of your yearly income. I think that's how fines should work. Because then you know, if it's like you know, if it's a two hundred dollar fine for you, you make X dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Then that's a certain percentage, and that whatever. That's a hundred percent of my income. There you go. Say, but like for someone who makes ten times as much as you, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want it to actually mean something, I think it should either be like a, it should be like based on how much you generate. Yeah, or like blood. You have to take yeah. blood. Yes. Yeah. Like a human sacrifice. Yeah, you have yeah. To sacrifice your firstborn. Yeah. No, yeah. well, not, not not somebody else, but it's like, you know, it's like, oh, this is your tenth time texting and driving. It's liver time, buddy. It's <laughs> yes. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting because part part of me is like, I kind of <clears throat> almost want to live in the chaos and just like live in like a no rule society and just kind of see what happens. But then another part of me is like, I don't like Buddy driving around reading the newspaper. Right? Man, you don't uh, want to live in a no no rules society. A little bit. I want to see. I want to see. Well, I've seen enough movies that I kind of have an idea. And I think there's some fun. Like obviously, it's not something you'd want to be in all the time, but it's something you want to dabble in. You know, <laughs> yeah. Want to jump in and out of the no rules. Yeah. Okay. You know? yeah, okay. Now, do you want another drink, man? Some water. Uh, no, but it's probably time for me to peace out. Do, do you want to go? What time, what time is it? Um, it's almost four. Yeah, okay, it's time. Can I just go over some questions on the internet Real quick, for you? yeah. We'll do some quick ones. And I think some of the ones we might have covered already. Yeah. Interweb. I feel like a dink because I feel like I hugged, hugged you to myself. too much. Ah, so we'll go through some of the quick ones. Some of them I think we've already kind of gone over here. Some of the quick ones here. So I don't know if you're comfortable talking about this one. One of them is uh, how much money did you make in your career? In the UFC, uh, uh, I won't say how much I made in my first fight in the UFC. I made more than I've made all my fights combined. I made pretty good money. Oh, that was the knockout of the night, one, right? It was the knockout of the night. Well, I was yeah. there for that. Yeah. Oh, I you was... were there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys came down. That's Dude, great. Great. I have never <laughs> screamed so loud <laughs> in my life. That's awesome. It was. Uh, that was so amazing. Ooh, that yeah, was, was so fun. great to see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I made like my two fights was spread out over like three months, uh, like two, three months. And like, yeah, I made more in those two fights than I make now a year. That's that can. All right. Internet. Find out how much Nick makes at stats can. It was good money. Or don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if I stayed in the UFC, I would have been just fine financially. So next one, um, Best and worst smelling fighter. 
I don't smell fighters, so I don't know. How about training partners? Yeah, but I can give you a training partner. There's this guy. You can't see me. I'm a smelly guy. I don't know. I don't know the best smelling guy. That's a weird thing. But anyway, uh, there was this guy. I was saying don't say me for the worst. No, no, no. It's not you. I remember at at Ronan, there was this guy, and I think it's hard to believe that he would be homeless, but it's possible he's homeless. Anyways, this guy, he looked ragged, and he came in. He only came in a handful of times like once every like seven months, eight yeah. months kind of thing. This one time he was on top of me in North South and I almost threw up. Like it just smelled like piss. It just smelled like piss, man. And I remember thinking like this guy's homeless and I got this homeless guy's piss filled ghee on my face, like as his gr- crotch in my face. As gross as this is, I might know who you're talking about. <laughs> anyway. I might know. So that, I don't know who it was, but yeah. Okay, so you, nobody in particular then. Gonna... I, 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 I couldn't even picture his face right now. You're not going to throw anybody under the bus? No. All right. <clears throat> the, uh, so favorite post-fight meal? Fuck, man. I can't remember, but, you know, post-weigh-in, post-fight. I remember, like, in Japan, well, after one fight, I ate so much after the weigh-in that I threw up because I was just filling myself up. Had, uh, yeah. Um, sushi? No, because I was a picky eater back then, so I can't remember what I ate. I can't remember, but what I would do when I was cutting weight, especially like towards the end of my career when I was fighting at 135, mm-hmm. I would sit and look at all the local restaurants and wherever I was fighting, and I'd just look at their menus, and I'd be like, oh, I could eat that, and I could eat that. And that's what I would do like the day of the weigh-in. <laughs> yeah, so I can't remember what the best one is, but no. for sure I enjoyed them. You know, A lot of pasta, I think, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember... Uh, like after a fight, I not obviously not after a weigh-in, but after a fight, I get like cheesecake, get some cheesecake. We didn't we, we went to the cheesecake factory, we went to the cheesecake factory. Yeah, after the buddy, fight. fucking right. Yeah. yeah, I remember I was so full, like I was so I was like I'm gonna get all this cheesecake, and I couldn't even finish my cheesecake because my stomach was still small. Yeah. yeah. Did you get the big burrito there? I don't remember if you did. I can't remember what I got. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I got cheesecake, obviously. So then, uh, do you have any strange pre-fight rituals that nobody knows about? Uh, strange pre-fight rituals. I would always wear the same um boxers, even though I didn't wear boxers habitually. So you wear briefs. I briefs wore, guy. Yeah, I don't even know what briefs are, but anyway, I guess I, guess I wear yeah. briefs. Internet, um, Nick Denise, a tidy whitey kind of guy. Yep. Uh, but I wore the same boxers for weigh-ins and and for fights for whatever reason. I think it's I wore that for my first fight, and then it was like a lucky charm type thing. Um, and I just had the kind of the same warm up routine that I would do. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing weird. Nothing crazy, crazy. Not that I can remember. No. no. I just remember that one time, I think we were cutting weight and I think you drank orange juice. Yeah. And then you regretted it. I regret you... it because the rest of the cut was horrible. It was stupid. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Oh, so Armin was asking, um, I guess it's a long one. You know what? Maybe I'll have to have you in again soon. Sure. And yep. we'll go through more of some of these longer ones because I think some of these are going to get uh, pretty long. Um, so how did you ma- manage to split your time between getting your master's and becoming the Ninja of Love pro super MMA fighter? Right. Uh, I was pretty lucky because the biochemistry came very easy and like the experiments I was doing and the work I was doing were successful so it's like if you're doing all these experiments and they fail uh this puts a lot of pressure on you but like i do an experiment and it would work 
and so it would be like easy to like publish papers mm -hmm. uh, so basically i could just you know coast more or less so easy mode yeah easy mode and so like and because you know for biochemistry it's basically you're working in a lab like you're not you're not doing classes really mm -hmm. you just do a couple classes over the degree uh so basically i would just do train in the morning or i'd go to the lab do some stuff and then i'd go to the gym come back like and when you're doing biochemistry experiments like you set up an experiment and it runs for like two hours like you know what else am i going to do yeah so i just go and go work out and i'd come back and then i'd you know do whatever and then i'd leave at the end of the day go go so i'd still get in my, my two workouts a day um so it was like actually pretty ideal yeah yeah there's a blueprint right there that's it that's go to grad blueprint. school and uh yeah <laughs> have your grad school fund your, your fight training that's right. And you got like a bursary or something too, I think. Right? I had a pretty good scholarship. I had like yeah. a, it's like a three year, 35 grand tax-free scholarship. Plus your supervisor tops you up. Okay. You don't have to pay tuition. So I was making like no taxes, 40 something grand a year as a student, which is like basically the equivalent of like, I don't know, like 80 or something. You're pretty much the Elon Musk of students. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, man. So I was living good. Like, yeah. So the, uh, I guess I'll try to combine a couple of these here, but uh, do you feel like you have any kind of, or any memory loss or, you know, what's kind of your cognitive ability now and you think hey, that's been impacted by fighting? And then the next one would be, why you why did you retire? Well, I retired because I was worried for my brain. Uh, I'll say more about that after, but I'll answer the first question. So the answer is no. Mm -hmm. I remember after I retired, because, because I retired because I was worried about my brain, then like anytime like I couldn't remember a word or whatever, I would like, oh my God, uh, I have brain damage or whatever. And then I realized like, you've always been like, you're a human being, you know, like, like, like what's the name of that always, person? You've always so, had like, brain damage. Yeah. It's like, what's the name of that thing? It's like, and I'd be like, oh my God, it's starting. I have a brain. Like, so then I just chilled the fuck out. So no, no, there's no issues um, that I've noticed. Um, and then why did I stop fighting? uh yeah basically getting hit in the head was affecting me more so like for the most of my career uh like you could just punch me full on i'd be like cool like it ne would never hurt i'd never never even get dizzy like it'd be like nothing happened and then when i was training for fights my last couple of fights especially my last fight you know like i'd get hit and i'd be like Ooh, i'd have to shake it off you know i was like that that doesn't seem right mm. um so yeah basically that's it yeah and actually that's one of the big reasons that i kind of stopped too is yeah. why well, i remember me and you talked about it after you retired and that's when i just had ankle surgery and i wanted to jump back in and i remember inspiring i was getting hit no i never like felt like it was hurt hurting but i was getting hit a lot more because i couldn't move as much and i remember me and you sat down and you were kind of talking to me about it and i kind of went home and i was like fuck that man like <laughs> Yeah. I was like Nick's right. Nick's right. Yeah. Like, why? Why take the damage? Yeah. You know, and then have it essentially be there for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. So, so like the 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 feeling, the effect, it's mm -hmm. it's it's helpful because it was there. Like it's in mm -hmm. your face, you feel it. But then, like the rational thing that also played a role was I had this rule for myself after I got knocked out um, in Japan, where like if I have an any one more knockout or like one more concussion. Like, mm -hmm. so it's like if I slip and bang my head in my house or whatever, or whatever, then I was done fighting. Mm -hmm. But I realized that that didn't make sense because it's like, uh, it was like binary. It's like I could take as much punishment to my head. And then as soon as I have a concussion, I'm done fighting. 
but there's subconcussive trauma and it's accumulative. So you just, you get a little hit in your head, you know, there's a certain number of those where those add up to a concussion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could spend, you know, a decade fighting. I could be, you know, Dan Severn or I could be uh, fucking uh, Mike Tyson fighting at 54 or whatever, you know, like never yeah. have a concussion, but I could have all these like, like Frankie Edgar wars where yeah. that adds up to like, it's equivalent to like 40 concussions or something like that. And then I realized that kind of rule that I told myself, like, doesn't make sense. It's stupid. Yeah. And, and you know what? There's been guys that I've run into right that like we're training and, and competing at the same time that you were and that I was way back in the day and they're still doing it now and I've talked to some of these guys now and they sound different so it's like these are guys that are in like their mid 30s right so it's uh I think 30 mid 30s I think is too young to be goofy yes you know <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know but yeah. it's it's scary I'll, I'll try to do two more here and then I'll, sure. I'll let Sounds you get good. out of here um the other one was, do you have any regrets from retiring? From retiring? Like, yeah. Like, do you regret retiring at all? Do you have any regrets no, from it? No, not at all. No. No regrets. You don't miss that big uh, red panty night? <laughs> uh, you know, fighting was fun. I, lo- I loved all of it, you know? Mm-hmm. It was such a great ride. Good experience. I loved every, every bit of it. And uh, but that's it. Yeah? Yeah. No regrets, man. Oh, no. Not at all. It's awesome. No. Um... Let's see if I get one more. Sorry, there's just so many. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. Okay, you know what? We'll, we'll do this. What time is it? 4.08. 4.08? Okay, last one, yeah, yeah, 100%. What was it like fighting in Sengoku? And how did uh, how'd you get recruited to compete in the Grand Prix? And then any cool stories? From that oh man it was so so badass uh uh sengoku was awesome so how i got recruited okay so at that time there was word on on the interwebs that there was going to be actually three different world grand prix there was sengoku dream and um fuck they don't exist anymore Pride. no 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 it wasn't japanese it was american uh Fliction? No, no, no. I forget. There was another company uh, in the States that were going to do... Uh, they did They did a tournament. They did a bunch of tournaments. Oh, um, was it the Bam- Whamma or something like that? They had like, a pit, the, they had like the pit thing? No. That was a different one? Okay. No, I can't remember. Um, in any case, so for the CEO guy, for the American one, I was literally emailing and talking mm. to, and he was like, okay, very interesting. And so think about that. And for the two Japanese ones, we had um, basically because at that time, at that time, I don't know if Ronan was still BTT, like mm-hmm. BTT Canada, Brazilian Top Team Canada. I think um, I think it was. Yeah, they might have been. Um, in any case, we were we had a BTT representative like uh, agent, mm-hmm. uh, like Marilla Bustamante's agent, mm-hmm. literally. Um, and so she was dealing with the Japanese organization. And so, you know, I knew I was going to find my way into one of those Grand Prix. Um, the matter, the, it was just a matter of which one. So like, you know, Wade would tell me, basically Wade, you know, was like my manager. And, and uh, so he was like, you know, okay, it's going to be Dream. And I was like, okay, cool, great, awesome. And then he's like, ah, actually, no, it's going to be, you know, Sengoku, whatever. And uh, I wish I could remember the other name. But in any case. Um, was it the uh, Fight League or whatever? Um not IFL. IFL. No, no, IFL was before that. 
Yeah. Um, I can't remember. Um, in any case, uh, so anyways, it ended up being Sengoku, which was really badass. And I was really excited to, that it was, the American one had like twice the, the, the prize purse, like twice the money. And it was an eight man tournament. So you have less fights for more money. Both the Japanese ones were 16 man tournaments for less money. But like, you know, you think of pride, you know, you think of pride tournaments, pride grand prix. And I was just like, fuck, like how badass would it be to be in a Japanese, the first ever like grand prix for my weight class. And so, yeah, when I got the news, I was fucking jacked. You know, Wade, uh, like, told me the money. And uh, even though the money was way better than what I'd seen up until then, because mm-hmm. I was fighting King of the Cage, uh, you know, it still wasn't, it's not like UFC money. Um, but I was like, fucking awesome, yeah, you know. Uh, I was so, I was so jacked. So that was super exciting. So that's how I got in. Um, any crazy stories? You know, I met... Um, it's really fun. Every now and then I'll go on like a, a sure dog, uh, you know, go down the rabbit hole and I'll go look at like my alumni, you know, like the other other guys that were fighting at the same time as me. And I'd see, you know, and some people fight for too long and things like that. But uh, Korean zombie, uh, uh, meeting him, he was, he's awesome. He was super yeah. cool. Like, you know, he didn't speak English. Uh, I'm guessing he's learned a bit of English since then. Um, but like, we were like fast buddies and that, that was pretty cool. He was, he was really fun. Um, I super respected Hatsuhiyoki. Um, and so it was really cool to be in the tournament with him. Yeah, the whole experience was great. You know, going to Japan three times or whatever. Um, the culture difference was just insane. You know, uh, we had uh, a buddy take care of us when we were there, Kareem Byron. He's this like 350 pounds, 6'6", six, six, black dude with super long dreads. He looks like the Jamaican dude on Futurama. I don't know the guy's name. Um, and so like, you know, it's like two white dudes and this, and Kareem, uh, walking around Japan and Kareem speaks like perfect Japanese. He's been there since forever. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, it was just, it was just really cool experience. Weird food. They put like fried eggs on everything. All sorts of weird things. Uh, the toilets are awesome because the toilets heat up and sing songs to you. And yeah, that was my first time like having a bidet, like spraying. I was like, oh, this, this is, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. All sorts of crazy things. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a really fun experience, you know, like I remember, I think it was the first time Wade and I went to Japan together and we flew into one city and, and we were going to take the bullet train to another city. Like, I think we flew into Tokyo and we we're going to Osaka to, to meet Kar- uh, <clears throat> Kareem. And we just missed, like, we missed the bullet train or whatever because our flight was delayed. Um, and so we're like, what the fuck are we going to do? Like, we're not going to fight. So we went to some, like, ramen noodle place that was open 24-7. And we just, like, sat there all night uh, and, like, like, slept on the counter. Did you and eat I- ramen, though? Uh, I can't remember. Maybe I did. I can't remember. But in any case, um, I guess it's like common for like these Japanese businessmen to to miss the the last uh, bullet train Shinkansen, uh, and so outside on the fucking sidewalk, like just this. Think of like downtown wherever you live. You know, downtown on the fucking sidewalk are all these businessmen sleeping, holding their briefcases, sleeping, lying on their backs, and it, it was raining too, and they're just sleeping, like waiting for the mo- in the morning to get the next bullet train just like that's perfectly normal and like i remember seeing like businessmen in japan like wearing their business suits downtown just like peeing in like 
outside of a business might have like some potted plants, like just weird things like that. Like, oh, okay, I guess that's what they do. And just weird things like that. All sorts of crazy things. Yeah. And then didn't, uh, didn't Boss Rutten say something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Boss Rutten. Boss Rutten's fun. Yeah, Boss Rutten's funny. Um, hey, what did he say? What the boss, he told me I didn't turn over my kicks. And then when I fought in Canada and he was commentator there, I talked to him. I was like, so, Boss, what did you say about me and my kicks? Like, well, am, I, am I wrong? And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> ah! well, yeah, because I remember, I think it was the Sengoku, your first time in Sengoku fight. Yeah. I think he said something about that then. Yeah, I head kicked him. I and knocked him down. I gave him, knocked him down. And then he was like, oh, I forget what he said, but like, oh, he needs to turn it over his hips a bit more to like to knock him out. Yeah. I can't remember what he said. Yeah. yeah. That was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, good memories for there. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, anyways, it's been amazing having you here. Thanks yeah. for helping me kick off the podcast. It was man. a lot of fun. Thanks yeah, for having me, man. It was man, great. Honestly, we got nice to do it again. We got to do it again, man. Damn. Boom. Cool, man. Awesome. Thanks again, man. No problem. And uh, we'll talk soon. XO. Woo! XXO. XXO. Turn it off. There you have it. Episode one of the Power Start Podcast in the bag. It was a lot of fun talking to Nick. Um, I, there was a couple of audio hiccups, so I had to kind of do some hard cuts. Hopefully it's not too bad. I plan on having one of these probably every two to three weeks moving forward. Any feedback in the comments would be uh, well appreciated. Uh, I'm just learning this stuff now, so hopefully things aren't uh, aren't that rough, and I hope to improve the quality of the podcast as time goes on. But um, yeah, so hopefully you stick around and, and check out the next episode. In that note, stay powerful. Yeah, well, talk your regular voice. I, I mean... am talking in my regular voice, baby girl. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna keep that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>